out. Nobody even say Lock that. Talk you start radio. Fire bomb. expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, Willie Zen. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to Kings in the Morning. With me are my co-hosts. Good morning, Adrian Lord. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the J. King Network. Y'all seen what it said on the side of the building, so buckle up and get ready for a rough ride. Have a great day. One love, one love. You're lucky if you have just one love. One love, one love. Lucky if you have just one. Love yourself. That's Yusef Kente, y'all. There ain't a problem he can't fix. He can fix it in the mix. Fix in the mix. Every breath you take is a blessing. Don't believe me? Hold your breath for about two hours. All right, let's breathe. Kings in the morning. Get ready, America Monday. Got my coffee. You got yours? Brother Reverend Ali. Don't, don't you mute me. You know I don't believe it when you say that you can hear me. First you mute my line. Then you change your mind, you better change it back or we will both be sorry. Don't you build me, Jake Don't you build me, no. Don't you build me, Jake So, um, good morning, Vernicle. Good morning, Andre Henry. So, last week, me and um, um, me and Reese bet that um, um, that Fannie Willis uh, will not that even if she's taken off. Uh, good morning, Josephine Person. Even if she's taken off the um, the Donald Trump trial in Georgia, the election fraud trial, that the trial will continue. He said that the trial will go away, that it will that is tainted. Today, I have information. I'm going to read. Uh, Reese owes me a thousand dollars. He's gonna owe me a thousand dollars when this all shakes out. And um good morning, Christy Graham. Good morning, Mr. Elias. And I just wanna know 
how he's going to spin it because Reese is a spin doctor. And he's going to say, no, everybody won't walk, Janet Marie. I'm a, I'm a Janet Marie, I'm, matter of fact, I'm going to call you Janet Marie Hopkins as it relates mm-hmm. to this. Good morning, Lee Fletcher. I wish I would have Don't said you too. Hopkins? She got married, nigga. Yeah, she didn't want to hold that nigga name. Janet's my before. girl. Janet's a seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Janet on, Marie <laughs> Seaton Hopkins. Um, no, nigga. He, no. Uh, no Hopkins. <laughs> well, cause, because your wife is thinking uh, like Reese Hopkins, that that this oh, thing wow. is going to be, it's not going to be, oh, Janet Marie, you, you're barking up the wrong tree. You're riding on the wrong horse. Fanny Willis apparently may be in some old news with a divorce, mm-hmm. but that was years ago. It has nothing to do with the case, I thought. Christy Graham... Uh, the case has been going on for two years. Uh, good morning, Coffee Bluff. Mm-hmm. What she did, and what 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 this thing they coincide. So what I did find out is this: Nathaniel Wade's wife cheated on him with one of his best friends. Oh wow! Damn. So. The breakup had nothing to do with him and Fanny uh, having a relationship, okay? And I believe because she did what she did, there's not going to be any real payout for her. So they strategically use this. Good morning, Francis Wright. They strategically use that breakup to do what they're doing which um, is correct, Mr. Elias. The optics are bad for her. Um, um, But whether or not she had a relationship with him don't matter in this case. But I'm not going to argue with you, Janet Marie, or Reese Hopkins, for that matter. What I'm going to do is bring you information and hopefully – uh, instead of riding down the road to destruction, you'll listen to me and say, Jay, I should be listening to you more and stop being hard-headed and stop being bigoted and prejudiced and biased and lose some of my racist ways. Jelena, thank you so much. Let me show you guys. Hold on. I'm going to show you guys what Jelena gave me. Don't go nowhere. You guys, I'll be right back. What did Jelena give you? The COVID, nigga? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. How you feeling today, Fred? Huh? How you feeling today? Hold on. I feel great. I'm glad you said What's up, Blind Justice? What's going on, brother? <laughs> I, I remember um, everything. But Jelena, Jelena is a good morning, Val Young. Good morning, D. Rob. I've been trying to reach you. You haven't returned my phone call or nothing, uh, and I need your number. Um, Jelena is an artist, and she did a – so I bought artwork from her. I bought cards from her. She makes personalized cards. 
Um, but for my birthday, I got to find um, – she she made a beautiful piece of art for me, and um, I want, I'm going to show it to you guys. Good morning, Stephanie Poole. Um, it might be in my living room. Hold on. Nigga can't find it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you can't find it. You don't even know where it is. I, 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 said, I good morning, Stephanie Poole. Stephanie Poole. Who is Stephanie Poole? Stephanie Poole is somebody who listens to the show and a friend of mine. Oh, Stephanie Poole? Poole, P-O-O-L-E. I thought she was getting the snitchy pool. That's all. No, no, forget it when he said. That's a friend of mine. She probably looked like snitchy pool, though. <laughs> a friend of friends. <laughs> the show. She's a friend of friends. Yeah, yeah I so first of all, the last thing he going to do is run off Stephanie Poole. Stephanie grew up in the crass, crass, crass. She's okay. a crass creep. You ain't fucked up. Good morning, you're Tim Watson. 707, you'll get fucked up, nigga. Keep fucking around. He's going to run it off. What the hell is Davis at? The last thing you're going to do is run Stephanie Poole off. And she's going to do a lot of shit. But running her off ain't going to be one of them. <laughs> no, I she said she's going to run him off. Yeah. Uh, Dave Smith said it's a reach by Trump's desperate ass. It changes none of what he did. And that's it. That's exactly what it is, and Stephanie Poole said that's right because <laughs> she might have a pocket knife on your ass. And <laughs> you and your Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie Poole. I, I grew up on Griffin Drive. By King you know Martin. Stephanie Poole. You know Stephanie Poole. Okay. You know Stephanie when you see her. Is that her sitting there drinking that wine or smoking some dope? Everybody, if you're drinking coffee, put your coffee emojis up. Right now. And so uh, uh, she said 301 Sage Street. <laughs> Stephanie, I think Stephanie might be a few years younger than us, I'm going to say. But um, anyway, um, good morning, Elijah Baker. How you doing, sir? So the new Club Nouveau record uh, goes to radio. Uh, this Friday, 26. January 26th, and Club Nouveau does their first date on my 62nd birthday, January 27th. We're in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. yeah. So Pretty sweet day right there. And, um, huh? That's a bittersweet day. It's a blessing for your birthday. It's my mom's sunset. Yep. Oh, Wow. Yeah, and so we're getting a great response. A lot of people, uh, we are, we got early radio starting on the record already. Um, do you think that little trumpet has syphilis, and that is the reason for the sores? They probably did not know he had on his hands because he doesn't feel them due to the nerve issues as symptoms of syphilis. A psychic said that by October there will be a change in Trump's mental or physical issue. Um, and she said her best friend was DJ Cease. Wow, Cecil Allison. Yep, I remember. My sister lives just north of Orlando in Ocala. Ocala. Um, so 
um, I don't know if Donald Trump has syphilis, but they sure are trying to make it seem like it. But I would think if Donald Trump had syphilis, Donald Trump could have enough, he has enough money to have private care where nobody would know it. Um, but when people get old, let me just say this, uh, Christy Graham, he might have diabetes. When you get diabetes, when you're diabetic and it gets too bad, some people get get um, sores that don't go away because when you're diabetic, it's hard for your body to heal for some reason. I don't know the reason why. I just know that that is, that is so. Um, and um, I remember my friend Kelvin, one day he got his foot, he, he, he cut his foot, and, um, and it wouldn't heal. And I used to call him Tenderfoot. And, um, and, uh, and he laughed every time I called him Tenderfoot because his foot would never heal. But come to find out, he was not, not only was he diabetic, uh, the diabetes didn't just stop him from healing. It started it, it, his heart. So it made, even though he was only 50, early 50s, his heart was 80. And they oh, had to wow. have, he had to have um, triple bypass heart surgery. He made it out of surgery. Um, but then he went into cardiac arrest. And then they had to take, literally take his heart out of his body, massage his heart. Um, and put it back, but it was too late, and he didn't make it. So die, So a lot of people that die of heart disease are dying of heart disease because they're diabetic. Bernard Middlebrook said he has a terrible diet, so it's no telling. Goddamn fucked up jokes about people that's diabetical. Stop it. Stop it. Smell the coffee. Motherfucker. Please, please. <laughs> Fred, who are you talking to? Fred, who are you talking to? <laughs> that blind um, motherfucker there, that, that goddamn me, he probably blind because diabetes too. And I, you motherfuckers sit up here and talk about people with diabetes. Good morning, Kyle. You know everybody gets it on Good morning, Shadi. Everybody gets it. I put your dumb ass on, on mute because nobody's talking about people with diabetes, dum-dum. We're talking about the symptoms of diabetes, but because your fat ass is half-ass listening and half-ass eating, if you're going to be on the show, be on the show. If you're going to eat, eat. Don't do both. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. oh, my God. Does Fred always talk uh, in the third person? Well, you see how big the motherfucker is. So, yeah, probably. Good morning, What's Michael Niner Jordan. Good morning, Who said Leonard Hamilton. Who third person? Kiss my ass. John Beckman. Kiss my big black ass, motherfucker, cracker. Hey, Michael uh, Niner Jordan, I know you were scared than the mother figure left today, wasn't you? Um, I, think, I think that was a good game for Purdy to go through. Hmm. The 49ers were zero and thirty when they went into the fourth quarter uh, losing, mm-hmm. and they went into the front. They went into the front the fourth quarter losing, and everybody thought that it was over with for them. Now I got to be honest with you. 
I bet on on uh, the Packers because with nine points, and if we had a bet with the nine points, we would have won. But John Beckman bet us straight up and down. And the only reason I bet on them was because of the, the spread. For every hundred dollars, it's three hundred and fifty. A morning man, uh, Shadi says, "Morning man, health is wealth. The older we get, the more vigilant we got to be about checking on our health status." You're absolutely right, sir. Good morning, Daniel Torno. Um, Christy Graham said, "Detroit will take the Super Bowl by thirty points, maybe thirty-three." Um, let me just say this to you, um, Christy Graham. I don't know what kind of weed you're smoking, but I do know it's good. Um, I'm going with Detroit who, who, too. Shit. Whoever yeah, Detroit might win, but they're not going to win by thirty. Nobody, you know, if you haven't seen, if you haven't watched the playoffs, then you don't understand that th- that these ga- these teams are close. They're tight, whether they're a one seed or a seven seed. And um, you know, yeah, Detroit. Defense ain't ain't strong like it should be, like it could be. Not, you know what? They all have flaws in their defense because now you can't do a lot. And you know, there was a time when defense could knock the shit out of you. But if the right. if defense knocked the shit out of you, too much shit out of you, that they can get penalized. Good morning, Steve Adderton. Um, Michael Niner Jordan said Detroit about to get their ass whooped, whooped on. No rain in the forecast. So, um, so, so, so rain, rain. You guys allergic to rain? Is that what you're saying to me, Michael Nada Jordan? Um, uh, Mr. Elias said, unless you're the Cowboys or the Browns. Good morning, Al. <laughs> um, I don't care. I have a horse in the. I don't have a horse in the race. It doesn't matter. My Raiders did not make it. No, we we still a little ways away. Good morning, Sir Fish Alive. But when we do, when we do become contenders, we're gonna be in it for a while. But I'm real. I'm rocking with the Ravens. I'm a Ravens fan. I really, I always like this kid. And Ali knows this because he gonna make fun of him. I always like the kid, um, the quarterback. Good morning, Tracy Parker, for the Ravens. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I thought you said you stopped watching rigged football. Football is rigged. It is kind of rigged, but I still have some, you know. But it's not the players that's rigging it. It's the it's the the, it's the the league and the referees. The the referees. uh, But um, um, I'm going to play the Club Nouveau single real quick for you guys while I I go find this. Good morning, Betty Williams. Betty, are you going to come on Kings in the morning? Uh, if you are, Betty, um, the number is 515-605-9376, and then press the number the number one, not the number two, n- number one, not two, number one. So call in. I, I left the number right there. Press the number one. Uh, we're going to talk to Betty Williams about what's happening with um, – with the NAACP and her and her case, and you know because they they trying to they they trying to uh, mm-hmm. set them on fire here. All right, I'm gonna bring that back to you guys. Mm-hmm. 
but they got to have music that can that can last and that they can step in and um and that's why these next songs that that we're writing we're writing them to be hit records and that means that you you take your time you develop it and that's what we're doing now and you know um I, I have another song that I believe when um when I'm done with it uh it that's exactly you know it, it but it's going to be it's uh you know I like mu- I like message in the music I still even though I want it to be hits I just I want I want it to be um I want the music to have a to have a message in it I want to um I want to say something that is uh meaningful and uh so and that's going to have an impact and I really believe this song here when I'm done with it it's going to um it's going to have it's going to make that impact you will be able to get those they'll be coming next Adrian the single it's all right with the rap version but this song is called I'm thankful and I believe just the musical track itself says that I'm thankful but when you hear the the lyric when you hear uh, the testimony of what it's for a human being to be alive and to recognize it. Good morning, Michael Ward saying, good morning, Conrada. Why do you always turn this shit into a concert, Jay? What? Jay King concert series. God Why damn. You always turn this shit into a concert. We try to do the show, man. We try to do the word of the day. Let me tell you, good morning, this most. Let me tell you why. Because your dumb ass is on mute. That's why. Fucking around with the wrong one, you're going to find out. Now, anybody else got something to say about it? Anybody else got anything to say about it? Let's carry on. I don't know why this motherfucker come fucking with me. <laughs> but this song is gonna be beautiful. No abysmo, Ali West down. Ali West down. This is ass is down right now. Bernard Ali can't stop hating. It's who he is. You know, Ali is. Um, Ain't nobody hating on you. I yeah, said, why you always turn this shit into a concert? Nigga, we got to do and a that's show, why Jay. Your dumb ass is on mute. That's why your dumb ass is on mute. By the way, um, this is what Jelena made for me. This is what Jelena Describe made for me right here. Describe it in detail. Huh? I don't know what the fuck it is. Describe it in detail. What? Uh, oh, it's a, uh, it's it's some artwork. It's some. Uh, my mama said, if what you do makes you who you are, you ain't shit. J. King. It's a, It's one of my mom's quotes. It's got uh, some uh-huh. beautiful uh, um, colors of art that she uh, she wrote this in her hand. It's beautiful. As a matter of fact, what I'm going to have Jelena do, I'm going to pay Jelena 
to do some of my lyrics and write them and put them in frames and um mm-hmm. so that I can have them um Ali I don't know what I don't know why you all bunched up in the panty area I don't but, wear uh, panties nigga Oh, okay. It just seemed like you bunched up in the area. No, okay. no, ain't nobody bunched up. Shit, we trying to do the show, Jay. Okay, you I'll and your good mornings and your and your paintings and shit. It feel like to me that you're a little bunched up in the painting area, and it's okay. I don't. I, whatever, they're yours. Uh, do you want you to wanna show? You want to show Jelini's groupy ass paintings? <laughs> do you do you want to do the work of the day? <laughs> Kente is here. You forgot already. You caught oh, up in your sixties. Okay, I forgot. I didn't see his number, but I see that one one one. That's one. Okay, so Kente is gonna do the word of the day. I'm gonna do the daily word on Tuesday, January twenty third, twenty twenty four. Twenty second. Twenty second. Um. Oh, today. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. On Monday. Thank you, um, Ali. Um, January twenty second, twenty twenty four. I'm going to do the daily word. This this nigga that lost his mind. <laughs> yeah, I did. That was me, Jay. Six eyes. I said six eyes, didn't I? No, you said Ali. Oh, six eyes. I meant six eyes. Um, protected is um, the uh, daily word. P R O T E C T E D. God is my strength and my protection. Good morning, Ricky Jones. There are bound to be times I want to escape or hide from my troubles because I fear I don't have what it takes to surmount them. At those times, I may want to turn to God for divine protection rather than seeking comfort outside of myself. I find the spiritual protection I need by going within Divine power is my sword and shield. Spiritual wisdom helps me discern whom I can trust. My faith helps me believe that no lasting harm can befall me. As I envision spirit around me and the breath of God within me, I relax as I pray. I affirm I am strong and capable. I can meet every aspect of life with ease and grace because God is with and within me every step of the way. Today's Bible verse is Psalms 32.7. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from, from trouble. You surround me with glad cries of deliverance. Yusef Kente, what is the word of the day? Good morning, Ron Carter. Jay King, the word of the day is semi. S-E-M-I. Semi, the definition is lightweight, not heavy. Let me use that in a sentence. Over the weekend, on Kings in the Morning, after a few drinks, Fred was lightweight tricking, or (laughs) semi-tricking, or a little bit tricking. Okay. Uh, were you semi-tricking out there, Fred? He can't. He can't ride in the car with us no more. That motherfucker. We're gonna leave. Don't don't take him on the road nowhere with you. Fuck him. <laughs> Thank you. 
I can't ride on that, Fred. I can't do that, man. I can't be that kind of way. I. That's not my job. It's just not my well, job. Leave him home. He can't. He can't ride with us, man. Fuck that. I can't he ride with you on that one. Here it is. Uh, here is a new fucking day, and he can't wait to bring that shit up. I, I was just testing you. I was just testing. See there. So you, what was the test? Was and the test I ain't buying no goddamn bed breakfast. Today? I ain't buying no hotels. I ain't buying no cars. I ain't doing none of that shit, nigga. I was just seeing if you give a nigga a bone, and he just goddamn me took it. Oh, so that now it's so well, me. Well, damn, hold, hold on, Fred. Now you it's so me. None of oh, that, okay. and I, I did all that work and sent you all those bed and breakfasts or all those Airbnbs. You ain't sent, I don't see nothing in here. I sent you text messages. Fred, you said a lot over the weekend, man. You, I, man, I'm just saying, man. I don't know, man. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but evidently, there's some good morning, Steve O. Good morning, um, Potter. Um, Jay has semi lost his mind. <laughs> Maybe it is dementia. You know, um, I'm just getting over COVID, so I could have fog brain as well. But um, I'm over the COVID, you know. Uh, DeSantis dropped out of the race over the weekend. So now it's just Nikki Haley and Donald Trump. So I'm going to ask you guys, especially you guys who really hate Trump, if you had to pick between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, who would you pick? If you had to pick between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, who would you pick? Now, before you, before you make your choice, before you make your choice, let me say this. Nikki Haley said, there has never been racism in the United States. So let me, so I'll go back to it again. If you could pick between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, who would you pick? And Nikki Haley said, there has never been racism in America. Well, well and you no can only pick order. one. No particular order. You can pick one okay. or the other. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick Trump because, obviously, she lived on Mars if she thinks racism never existed. Uh, so I don't okay. think she's competent enough to be commander Stephanie Poole said Donald Trump. Um, um, Six Eyes said Donald Trump. What about you? Um, what about you, Fred? Trump. Mm. <clears throat> she might be related to Kamala Harris. Nikki Haley. What about you, um, Ali? Um, man, I ain't um, fucking with this clown, clown man. Fucking <laughs> clown. I ain't fucking with Um, Good morning, Edith. What about you, uh, um, Kente? Jay, you can't ask me that yeah. question, man. I'll pass. Adrian Lord said Trump. I'm... At least he's honest about his racism. No, yeah, Jelena said, I know, I know Trump's record. Yeah. Um, this is why I live in the DRs with this most in. I'm never walking behind an immigrant immigrant racist bitch, is what Janet Marie said. Oh, um, Janet, are you gonna answer? Are you gonna answer it or no? Because I'm gonna put you on mute too if you're not gonna answer it. Let me know. Five, 
four, three. Okay. Uh, what about you, Mary? Definitely Trump. Okay. Uh, what about you, Potter? If you had to pick between Trump and Nikki Haley, which would you pick? Trump. I mean, Nikki Haley said that there's no racism in America. There's never been racism in America. Well, she must have lived under well, a rock then. If she says no, that, no, that's it's crazy. not like she doesn't. She's lying. Don't she know because slavery? Because she lived in South Carolina. There's no way you can live in South well, let Carolina. Me, let me first that. tell you. Let me tell you guys this. Um, Michael Niner Jordan said he's voting for Nikki Haley no matter what. Nikki Haley also is an Indian woman from India. Her parents are Indian. So if I told you her first name, you couldn't say it because it's unpronounceable. But she never uses that name. Uh, um, Michael Niner Jordan, are you crazy? You said Nikki Haley is just young. Um, So Michael Niner Jordan, the marijuana really been fucking with you along with the alcohol and the late night to the party. Because Nikki how Haley is a lot of things. She's in her she's in her forties. Almost fifty. Okay. So no, that's not young, Mike. Sorry. Only the best tasting tuna get to be star kissed. <laughs> this nigga. <laughs> from the stories, from the stories that are coming out, she was quite a skeezer while she was married to her husband. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's the story that's coming out. She was caught what? She's fifty-two she was... years old. <laughs> Fifty. I'm good morning, Teresa. I'm not blaming. She, 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 I, I, he said, "Don't blame me. Blame Pimp Youssef." And uh, uh, Jan Marie says she was the governor. When D- when Dylan Roof took out the Emmanuel Nine, um, raggedy bitch. <laughs> um, uh, Shadi says she clearly never experienced racism in America. Not only did she experience racism in America, Shadi, she uh, she made herself. She denies her Indian roots. She mm. is the equivalent of J. Edgar Hoover. J. Edgar Hoover was um, was a black man. Um, Jackie Onassis Kennedy was a black woman. They, they, her father was so dark, they called him Black Jack. These are people that deny who they are. So um, she's not, you know, she divorced herself from her race, Grand Rising Dr. Perone. Yeah, so, I definitely never knew that to me Indian. That it's interesting to me that even people, um, Conrada says she's old enough to know better. Even people that know that um, that she would think such a thing would pick her over Donald Trump. Yeah, there's some there's some and, guys and Donald coming Trump out. Donald Trump is horrible. Let me just say, and um, and I believe Donald Trump might wear diapers. <laughs> <laughs> you like that blind justice? 
<laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know if those were diapers he was wearing or if those were just childbearing hips he has. But yeah, you probably have. What's up? Bobby? I might write a song called "I See." I see your ass. I smell your ass stinking. Doom, 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 doom. Diaper Donald. Diaper Donald. I smell your ass stinking. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> Diaper Donald. Diaper Donald. Now Donald's ass is stinking. His diapers, they do leak. And Donald is a walking. In every step it stings. And now that Donald's trying to be president again, he's going to have diapers. Maybe they're the pants. I hear you, I smell your ass thinking. Diaper Donald, diaper Donald. Give yourself the Kobe <laughs> claps, nigga. That shit was whack. Yeah. Yeah, they actually on the news, on the morning news, they're calling Donald Trump Godzilla. Actually describing him and they and, and uh they called American public Japan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, even Reese had to admit I was the first person to call Donald Trump Godzilla. Yeah, even did. Reese had Reese had J King, I have to admit No one said Donald Trump puts Godzilla before you. I was here when you said it. You were months in front of everyone. I know they stole that from you. Good morning, Vernon Moore. And if you let Reese tell it, Reese knows everything that's going to happen before it happens. And Reese, um, Reese said that. Um, Fanny, Fanny, uh. Willis would be um would be out that, that that this whole case is going away, and so um I was in a thread with he and um Keone and so um I said and he said he bet a thousand dollars, and I told him I said I will bet you a thousand dollars. Jay King, I'm not talking to you. I know, but I'm talking to you because what you're saying is true. <laughs> you put him on the. He put you on the thread. Huh? This shit's on the thread. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so we we talking about it now. Reese also we, um, said that know, Alec Baldwin would would not. Uh, he he said Alec Baldwin would get away free too. Mm-hmm. And you see what's happening with Alec Baldwin. So um, let me so so I want so what I wanted to do is I wanted to do before I started talking about it I wanted to do some research. John Beckman said I'm at the ass doctor for a colonoscopy visit. 
Please have Fred ask, be funny, and make me laugh so I can get through this. Thanks. Good morning, Mythology. Huh? I'm say shit. What'd you say? I hear that thing. I ain't fucking with him. <laughs> He's not fucking with you, John. Um, <laughs> no one is praising Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis and her apparent romantic relationship with Nathan Wade, an attorney in private practice who she brought on board as a special prosecutor in the criminal investigation and now prosecution of Donald Trump and 18 co-defendants. We have not yet heard that much of Willis's side of the story. However, based on what is known so far, it represents poor judgment, especially in a case of this magnitude, even if a prosecutor's private life is generally none of the public's business. Willis has already said publicly that she is flawed and imperfect in her public remarks at Bethel AME Church following the allegations. But whether there are personal failings is not the operative legal test for whether Willis or Wade should be disqualified from the case. And accordingly, that question is not the focus of this conversation. Prosecutors are human, and they can do and make mistakes. The question here is whether Willis's and Wade's apparent mistakes have any bearing on the election conspiracy prosecution in a way the law would require their removal from the case. All we're talking about is the removal from the case and if it is something that is possible or plausible. Good morning, Zoila Robledo. The motion filed by defendant Michael Roman seeks primarily to do just that, to disqualify Willis and Wade from further participation in this case under Georgia law. However, even if all the factual allegations regarding Willis and Wade were true, there would be no basis for disqualifying them from prosecuting Roman or any of the other defendants in the election conspiracy case. And let me say this to you all. When Fannie Willis and Nathaniel Wade started dating, it was after he and his wife were separated because his wife was having an affair with one of his friends. So Janet Marie, you and all of your grandstanding and misinformation are incorrect. They're not going to hell. And they shouldn't even be spoken about like that. His wife was the one giving out pussy on both sides of her draw. But that's another story for another day at another time. 
The key point is that regardless of whether the factual circumstances involving Willis and Wade give rise to separate ethical concerns with respect to his hiring, such as questions, such questions do not affect the propriety of the prosecution against Roman and his co-defendants. Questions about gifts and related matters go to the Willis's and Wade's obligation to the Fulton County District Attorney's Office and have no connection to assuring the defendants a fair trial. These allegations are as irrelevant to the trial as allegations in other situations that prosecutors took office supplies for personal use, drove county vehicles for personal errands, or plagiarized portions of their student law review notes. All of those are legitimate issues for prosecutors' offices and those with oversight responsibilities to address. But such allegations do not bring criminal prosecutions to a stop or require that cases be transferred to a different office. Defense attorneys cannot use allegations of prosecutorial ethics violations, real or imaginary, that have nothing to do with the trial to delay or force prosecutors off of a case. As a matter of common sense in Georgia law, a prosecutor is disqualified from a case due to a conflict of interest only when the prosecutor's conflicting loyalties could prejudice the defendant leading, for example, to an improper conviction. None of the allegations made in the Roman motion have a basis in law for the idea that such prejudice could exist here. as it might were a law enforcement agent is involved with a witness or a defense lawyer with a judge. We might question Willis's judgment in hiring Wade and the pair's alleged conduct, but under Georgia law, that relationship and their alleged behavior do not impact her ability to continue on the case. Although the Georgia law on disqualifying a prosecutor would permit Wade to remain on the case as well, in my view, he should voluntarily step down. Because Absolutely. his continued presence will create a distraction and his departure, in addition to an on-the-record hearing in the court, is the best path to dispense with any lingering concerns. And doing so will avoid any debate about even an appearance of impropriety going forward. Willis is an elected official and has an ongoing obligation to serve her constituents. Stepping down is the honorable thing for Wade to do and at the same time respect the interest of the electorate. So I want to review the law of prosecutorial disqualification in Georgia, okay? And then um, I want to explain why Roman's motions 
his factual allegations, even if they're true, don't make it a conflict of interest that warrants disqualification of the prosecutor in Roman's case. Good morning. Um, good morning, Grace. Good morning, Todd Williams. Good morning, Reginald Sanders. Good morning, Vernon Moore. Um, so, Georgia law recognizes prosecutorial disqualification in very, very narrow circumstances. And in circumstances that are not alleged by the Roman motion. The Roman motion argues that three primary alleged factual circumstances amount to a conflict of interest warranting disqualification and even more extremely dismissal of the indictment against him. So number one, the alleged romantic relationship between Willis and Wade, which we already know. Number two, the financial compensation Wade received as a special prosecutor. And number three, good morning, Vibes Conscious, the alleged personal travel Willis and Wade took together, which was allegedly paid for by Wade. So these circumstances, neither individually or collectively, give rise to a conflict of interest in a prosecution. Now, that's what I say, and this is what Georgia law says. Under Georgia law, there are two generally recognized grounds for disqualification of a prosecuting attorney. The first such ground is based on a conflict of interest, and the second ground has been described as forensic misconduct. Williams versus State, 258GA, 305-314-369-SE-2D, 232-238-1988. There is no allegation of forensic misconduct in this prosecution. A conflict of interest may arise when the prosecutor has acquired a personal interest or stake in the defendant's conviction. A conflict of interest requires more than a theoretical or speculative conflict. An actual conflict of interest must be involved. Ventura versus State. Georgia appellate courts have recognized several discrete categories of conflict of interest for purposes of prosecutorial disqualification. First, and most commonly, a conflict of interest has been held to arise where the prosecutor previously has represented the defendant with respect to the offense that is charged. A conflict of interest would arise if the defense attorney were to switch sides and prosecute his former client. A second prosecutor may be disqualified if he is, in fact, witness in the case against the defendant. A third conflict of interest may arise due to the prosecutor's relationship with a victim. 
a conflict of interest or the appearance of impropriety from a close personal relationship with the victim may be grounds of disqualification of a prosecutor. A fourth, a fourth conflict of interest leading to disqualification exists when a special prosecutor compensated by a contingency fee that is paid only if a conviction is secured because that fee arrangement creates at least the appearance of a conflict of interest between his public duty to seek justice and his private right to obtain compensation for his services. Adopting reasoning of greater Georgia amusement to hold that disqualification was warranted in light of the SADAs having a personal financial stake in the outcome due to contingency fee arrangement. The issue of disqualification arose in an earlier phase of the Georgia election conspiracy case. Applying these legal principles from the existing case law, the court swiftly denied motions to disqualify Willis by filed by numerous defendants. And the only order granted such a motion, Judge Robert. Wow. That's okay. I know how to I know how to deal with this shit. Now if a motherfucker don't want to be here, I know how to make sure that your motherfucking ass ain't here. So I'll find out who was snoring in a minute, who was doing that shit. And I promise you, your mic won't open again, sissy. Motherfuckers should be trying to learn as much as you can because some of you dumb bastards didn't do shit in school. And you know who you are. You know, you, you, you motherfuckers know who barely graduated and who really was lucky to get a motherfucking job. And, and thank God there's some stupid motherfuckers that really uh, – help stupid motherfuckers out there because you stupid motherfuckers would not have work. And the stupid motherfucker that was snoring, you the, you the main one. All right. The issue of disqualification arose in an earlier phase of the Georgia election conspiracy. I told you guys that. And the only order granting such a motion, Judge Robert C.I. McBurney, held that Willis was disqualified from the prosecution of Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones due to narrow circumstances involving the political relationship between Willis and Jones. At the time of his motion, Jones was the target of a special purpose grand jury investigation into the facts of this case. Jones, then a state senator, was also the Republican nominee in the 2022 general election for Lieutenant Governor. Willis had publicly endorsed and held high-profile fundraisers for Jones's opponent in the election, Democratic candidate Charlie Bailey. Judge McBurney determined that Willis's support for Bailey gave rise to a conflict of interest warranting disqualification because, as he explained, any effort to treat Jones differently from other subjects of the investigation, even if justified, will prompt entirely reasonable concerns of politically motivated prosecution. So Reese and people that think like Reese thought that because they um because they took her off of um the um lieutenant governor's case 
or the senator's case, one for lieutenant governor, that um, that it would affect everything else. But because Georgia law is narrowly tailored, they can't do anything about Fannie Willis. And so with all the hallelujah that Reese Hopkins, and, you know, Reese considers himself the smartest person in the game um, when it comes to politics. He's the one. Jay King, I'm like you guys. See, you guys are drive-by. I, I read this stuff every day. I know. You and Kente and the, and the rest of them, you guys are novices. I'm a pro. I'm a professional. Well, he's going to professionally lose $1,000. Okay? Mm-hmm. He's going to professionally lose 1,000 clams. And um, he's not going to be able to back down from it. He called me, Jake King, I'm trying to give you an opportunity to, to pull out. I know what I'm talking about. I, you, you better listen. No, motherfucker, I don't need that. I, I, I can pay it. If, if I don't have it, if, if I'm wrong, I can pay it. So, um, Reese is a pro. I will give him that much. John Beckman, Reese is the same pro that you are. You're a professional at having CTE. Janet Marie, do you want to get some of this bet? Cause I'll, I'll take your money too. Now you know, you, you know. I, if I take my dad's money, I take your money too. Matter of fact, my dad owed me two dollars. Let me call him right now. And I just want to make sure I get my money because I've won both games yesterday. I, let me call him real quick. <laughs> um. Yeah, there was a thousand clam wager on the table. <clears throat> My goodness. Yeah. I'll read it to you. Okay. Hello? Mr. King. Hey. Hey, uh, I just wanted to make sure... That um, I, my two dollars are sitting on that table. Yes, sitting on the table, waiting now, for you. I may come by. You know, I may come by and pick them up today. I just, I don't want you spending my money on nothing. Well, I, I promise I won't spend them. You don't have to make that long trip. <laughs> I have to. Hey, uh, I, I, you know, um. You really thought they was gonna go, huh? You thought that uh, that Buffalo was gonna make it? Yeah, I did. I did. What 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 happened? Uh, they just got beat. That's all. Too much man. Uh, too much Mahomes. That's all. You know. But, uh, I, I just figured it was time for Buffalo. They had so much hard luck in Buffalo in football. Yeah. So, you know, I was kind of hopeful for them, you know. 
They got some good well, Buffalo fans. I was rooting for the fans. Now, who plays? Nobody plays until next week, huh? Yeah, we, we got next week. I'll see you on Sunday. Okay, well, is there a game Saturday? Um, yeah, but I'm in, I, I have a show. Um, I have a show in um, in Orlando on Saturday. So I'll call oh, that one. Okay, so who you got? Okay, so tell me. Um, I think I got I got the Ravens right. I got the Ravens, and I got um, I got the Ravens, and I got uh, and I got the Lions right. The who? The Lions, the Detroit Lions. Because I think you got San Francisco. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you got San Francisco. I got the Lions, and then I got the Ravens, and you got who? Who the Ravens playing? Uh, not Baker Mayfield. No, Baker Mayfield. Kansas City, man. Kansas City, my home. They won yesterday. Yeah, they played right. Kansas City. Yeah. So I got Kansas City, huh? Yeah. Okay. I got Baltimore. I got Baltimore going all the way. I got Baltimore. Baltimore ain't going nowhere. I don't know. The same thing team. you said six, seven years ago. Baltimore lost. Yeah. I know, but they well, don't go this time. Dad, you got to excuse Ali. He's just angry. Oh. Mr. King, you got to excuse Ali. He's just angry. Mr. King, you got to stop hanging around your son. He, he picked losing teams all the time. <laughs> well, you know, that's not true. He's been doing good against me. <laughs> the only way he can win it if he bet the elderly, Mr. King. Oh, oh that's what it is. Yeah, you got that right. You beating on the elderly. Well, the elderly talk a lot of mess. <laughs> I never just say that. I, I love you, Pop. I'm gonna call you later on. Okay. All right, y'all. Take it easy. All right, later. Yeah. Oh, but it's that damn TV is so loud. Later, what that TV? You can't find no young votes, so you gonna get you some old votes. So, um, so why was I put on mute? I wasn't doing nothing. You put me on mute. You always put me on mute. I put everybody put on mute, on Ali, too. because I put everybody on mute because it was one motherfucker that was acting like he was snoring, and I believe it was Fred. So, but I didn't know. Well, I, sort of I wish I would have known. Shit like that. So, it was no, not I, me. I, I it wasn't fucking me. Okay. Well, everybody got put on mute. And and I wish the motherfucker who it was had the nutsack to do it again and to um and say, Yeah, that was me doing this shit. But I just know the motherfucker that was doing it got a little baby pee pee, a little vagina pee. Vagina boy. Just a boy with vagina. He calls it his pee. He sits down to pee. Vagina boy. A boy with a china is smiling, see. 
You know that motherfucker well, how, is touch. How he gonna, how he gonna say anything, Jay? Maybe the nigga was sleeping. Look at him in his face when he's singing it. <laughs> the bitch touch. That motherfucker touch. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga eat boogers, y'all. Fuck him. Oh he eat boogers <laughs> and stick his finger in his ass and sm- to see if it smells. He's weird. Fred, now you know you shouldn't be talking about it. nobody, Fred. I, I ain't gonna say nothing, but you know you shouldn't be talking about nobody. I ain't gonna call you out, Fred. Your motherfucking punk ass. <laughs> so this, so let me tell you guys how this thing happened. So this is Keone. Remember when? Remember Reese? You're the one who wrote thirteen down, seventy-eight to go. And then Reese said, which shows you don't follow this well. If she's pulled off the case, the case died with her. You didn't know that? It's her case. So if she goes, so does her case. Jeez. Then why change your position? You don't sound so absolute anymore. Based on what you're saying, if Fanny Willis is removed from the case, the case dies. I say the case moves forward regardless. Regardless refers to whether Fanny is involved or not moving forward. We'll know for sure on February 14th, 2024. February 15th, not 14th. And then I say, not true, Reese. If she goes, someone else in the office can take it over. The facts of the case haven't changed. Then Keone says, Jay, let Reese keep making up shit. Unfortunately, he's the only one here that believes that crap. So then Reese says, okay, gentlemen, what would be the conditions she would be taken off the case? She convened and brought to the grand jury. If she's removed on misconduct, the case in question would be marred with allegations of misconduct, i.e. prosecutorial misconduct. The judge would dismiss with or without prejudice. The case dropped, an entirely new grand jury would have to be convened with a new DA from the start. Everything Fanny touched would be tainted fruit. Let's bet $1,000. I'm right about it. First, I give you a chance to look it up and then get back to me. So I said, you obviously didn't read what I wrote properly. I said, if she goes, it doesn't end the case. Someone else in her office can take over. The facts of the case are separate from her indiscretions. I will bet you $1,000 that if she's taken off the case, they will drop the whole thing. I say the case will continue with or without her. Good morning, Keith Harrison. And then Reese said, not if it's believed that it's marred with misconduct. No one would use her material because it fell, it falls into question. They have to scratch from the start. And then Keone said, exactly, Jay. It's not Fanny Willis lied about saying 
the word nigger, a throwback from Mark Furman lying under oath in the Juices trial. So, Reese, are you going to take the $1,000 bet? Jay said, put your money where your mouth is, sucker. I said, Reese and I have a $1,000 bet. He said the case is going to go away. I say it won't, and we'll continue whether Fannie Willis is prosecuting or not. And then Professor Keone said, King, what time is your show Saturday? I said, 8 a.m. And then we says, don't say I didn't warn you. Keone said, did Reese confirm I don't want him to wiggle away if it's not right here in writing, King? I said, he confirmed. Jay already owes me for two bets he's never paid. I can't wait for the third one. I said, liar, already trying to wiggle out. And then Keone said, King, for your protection, I would have type, I accept your $1,000 bet, King. So guys look dry on the surface, but in reality, they're slippery as it gets. Hence, Donald Trump and Reese Trump. John Beckman said, I don't usually have popcorn this early, but this is good. I said, he needs the money more than I do. If he pays or not, I won't, it won't bother me none. I know that he would know who his daddy of his thinking is. And then Reese says, to your point about dismissal, J. King, I'm playing fair here. I stand by my bet. So then it says, the case is unlikely to be dismissed outright, even if the allegations are proven true. But if the conflict of interest can be shown, if, for instance, Willis extended her investigation to benefit Wade financially, then Willis and by extension, the entire Fulton County DA's office could be qualified, forcing, disqualified, forcing the prosecution, prosecuting attorney's counsel of Georgia DA to transfer the case to another office. I said, I stand by mine. Now, the reason why I stood by my, uh, by my bet, um, and then Keone said, Reese, I'm scratching my head, son. Your last post made my point. How shocked. How many shots have you taken this morning? Whether Willis continues is dismissed or recuses herself, the case moves on. Remember my use of the word regardless? How many shots? Ree said, I posted that to make a point. They can give it to another DA's office, but they won't. It's called a black eye for a reason. I know you and King's motivation is reach-based. There's not an objective bone in either of you when I'm on the other side of the debate. I take responsibility for baiting you too, but you've got to know better. <laughs> so what I knew is this. I knew that Reese, good morning, Kevin McLeod. I knew that Reese hadn't read the law, I knew he hadn't read it because I did. I knew that there was a, a narrow, a very narrow road to being able to dismiss a case like this. And nothing that she's done, she, can, she literally has the right, as does 
Nathaniel Wade to say that suck the inside of my ass juice. I'm going to keep him on the case, and he can say, I'm staying on the case, and it ain't nothing they can do about it. I say for her to clear the air, I believe he should step down. Uh, he being um, weighed and let this case continue. Um, yes, um, yes, Janet Marie, even for Negroes in Georgia, whether you like it or not. And Janet Marie, a.k.a. Uh, Ali's woman, has bigotries and racism and prejudices that she has been weighed down with that I hope for her sake, for the sake of their relationship, that she get rid of. Look, Jay, don't be getting mad at my woman because she don't like your conversation with two gays that she was talking to. Now I'm begging with come on, Jay, inside of ass juice. I just told you I'm at the ass doctor. I don't want to hear about ass juice. Thank you. Well, John Beckman, I don't think you're going to hear about ass juice. Some of your ass juice is going to be extracted, and something's going to be put in your ass for all the shit you talk. And just know, good morning, J.D. Henry, Every for every hump that you get from the doctor today, that's me telling you what it would feel like if you went to prison fucking with the wrong people the wrong way. <laughs> Would you say they're going to give you some of that pro football, J. King? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they hit you with that pro football, you won't know what fucked you. <laughs> so, so let me tell you guys. So let me, first of all, let me say this to anybody. Anybody whose life uh, is altered by the Donald Trump, Joe Biden, uh, um, presidential race, uh, anybody whose life is altered by um, what's going on in the world that you guys are so vested in it that you stop being friends um, loves this song, Jay. It's a, it's, this is a hit, Jay, playing in rotation here in Mississippi. Thank you, uh, Mr. You. I appreciate you. We, we can't wait to come to Mississippi. Good morning, Veronica Burke. Good morning, Barbara Coates. Anybody who lets the politics of the day disrupt your life so much so that you stop being friends with people that you know, that you, that you walk around angry, that that you debate and argue about this shit, um, you are um, um, you, you have what I call Kathy Bateitis. Yeah, yeah. Lauren, Lauren died a few days ago um, in her sleep. She just had COVID and she went to sleep and then she um, didn't wake up. I, uh, Lauren was a good friend of mine, um, but. And Kathy Bates, Kathy Bates Itis is you have misery. The fact that you would argue or debate, because uh, this shit is just fun and funny to me. But Reese 
has cathivate-itis. And the reason why I know that is because this is a Sunday that, and these are Saturdays and Sundays that he sent in this shit. This is what he sent yesterday. This is why you never spike the football too early. And then he writes, Kings in the morning. Reese, what do you think about the Giuliani case? Reese, nothing. It's going to be appealed. Kings in the morning. That means nothing. Reese, sure it does. And then he, then he um, shows this thing uh, where it says, bankruptcy judge allows Rudy Giuliani to seek new trial to challenge $148 million defamation verdict awarded at Georgia election workers. So then I read an excerpt from what he said. A U.S. bankruptcy judge on Friday gave Rudy Giuliani limited permission to challenge a $148 million defamation verdict won by two former Georgia election workers whom he had falsely accused of fraud after former Republican President Donald Trump's 2020 election loss. U.S. bankruptcy judge Sean Lane said at a court hearing in White Plains, New York, that he would allow Giuliani to seek a new trial to challenge the amount of damages awarded to Wandria Shea Moss and her mother, Ruby Freeman, but not pursue a full appeal. But first, Lane said Giuliani will have to provide some more information about who's paying his legal bills. Reese said that it would be appealed, that it meant nothing. And then he cited this, and, and what he did was he took the... He took the headline, good morning, Tony Mamone, and he ran with the headline, and the reason why is because Reese went to the ninth grade. He didn't finish. That's exactly what he said we do. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Reese didn't finish school. So I don't expect Reese's comprehension level to be as thorough as mine. Good morning, Michael Stokes. So, um, so I said, so I said to Reese, maybe, no, he didn't finish the tenth grade, Snitchy Smurf. So you don't know what the fuck you talking. He went, to, he went to ninth grade. He got to the tenth. He didn't finish. So I said, maybe you didn't see the words limited not pursue full appeal or have to provide information about who is paying his legal bills. Reed Hopkins equals selected selective reader. And then Reed said, these words mean what, Jay? I said it would be appealed. Talk about selective reading. You're adding words to a script. Actual quote, it will be appealed. Actual outcome appealed. Are you obtuse on purpose? Now you care about nuances? Uh, it says, but not pursue a full appeal. 
That's why the other higher grades are important, Reese, comprehension. Yes, sir, please reread, and could others on this thread help Reese with this task? He said, but I said word appeal. Only word I say appeal. Me dumb, dumb not say all other words. It, not, it no matter what kind of appeal, the word appeal still happens. A limited appeal is allowed, but won't change anything other than the amount of money he will pay. But he will pay. Now you want to get into the weeds. Like, Reese, it's not a full appeal, so it didn't count. Negro, please with the bullshit. We'll see. No, Reese. Your three-card Molly sleight of hand trick didn't work this morning. Yes, you will see. Going to do my run. Have a great day. He said, hey, graduate, <laughs> it's three-card money. Who the fuck is Molly? Return the diploma. Otherwise, stop bragging about having one. I said, I'm a graduate, not a criminal. Not familiar with the elements as a seasoned veteran like yourself would be. Thanks, convict. <laughs> and then he said, you're a dick. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, Reese is here. Uh, Why does that handkerchief-head snitchy poo have to jump in and save him? Nobody is coming to save me. And by the way, get off her dick for like five minutes. <laughs> Well, I'm talking about her dick. I love the way you bitch ass niggas always screaming about who's defending me. Get off their dick. Reese, Alec Baldwin is being charged, Reese. Hey, my my man, my man, my man, man. I called that shit two years ago. Get off my dick. Get off my dick. You said, I called it to JK. Did I or did I not say he was going to get involuntary manslaughter? Get off my dick. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, I did. Get off my dick. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. now, J. King, I think two posts, not one. Yeah. (laughs) Not one. Yeah. But you are a dick. Yeah. (laughs) And now, and now, by the way, Yousef, get off his dick. Because you see, when J. King comes in here and starts talking about me, then you come in here like the little dog that bounces around muscles. Yeah, yeah, get him, Jay. Get him, get him, Jay. Get off his dick. Actually, Reese, I talk about you every day. And motherfuckers, I see all you motherfuckers. And then, and then your homeboy will get on the fucking microphone. King, tell Reese on the radio. Get off his dick, too. <laughs> Everybody's dick riding today. It's an amusement park of dick riding. A lot of dick going on. A lot of dick going on. The dick riding festival. You got a lot of dick dick riding. 2024. (laughs) Wow. Don't get in this. Can you get a dick? Everybody gets a dick. Everybody gets a Chrysler penis. Okay, so Reese, yes, now sir. that uh, DeSantis is out of the race, 
Nikki Haley said it would be it would be two people in the race. Yeah. And she said it would be her and Trump. And right now I think she's about twelve points behind Trump in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe DeSantis had about six points, and he gave his support to Donald Trump. Right, which um, is not, you know, you, that's no clear indication that all of his support will go to him, but it is considered. Well, he had, a, he had one of his major donors on yesterday, his biggest donor. Uh, they had right. her on CNN, and he said mm-hmm. that he was going with um, – Donald Trump. Right. Do you Can think... I give you the latest? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. You, you finish it, and I'll give you what the latest. Hi, Black. Is. How you doing, sir? Good to see you. Do you think um, Nikki Haley is nothing more than the Republican version of Kamala Harris? Ooh. No. That's horrible. I do. I'll call her what I'll call her what Abby Phillips of CNN called her. She is the GOP's version of Hillary Clinton. And that has been resonating since Abby Phillips said it. The poll numbers, however, and and I do believe they want this to be a Nikki Haley, Donald Trump race because they're waiting for Donald Trump. No, no, no. Listen to what I'm saying. They want it to be that race Mm -hmm. for this reason. They know Donald Trump can't hold his tongue and he's going to say something that will pit him against Nikki Haley in a meaningful way. Recently, he just called her by her full name. And now the press has deemed that as him being bigoted by calling her by her first name and not her name Nikki. No, no, no. The the press can't be bigoted because Nikki Haley said that there's no racism in America, and America has never been racist. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I, look, that, that, I don't know what Nikki Haley's talking about. I don't, I don't have to Do agree, you agree with, with that. Idiot. I, oh, fuck, I just said no, Nikki. I just said no. Okay. No, it's stupid. Listen, here's the New Hampshire primary. In real clear politics, and I don't give a shit who you are, with all due respect, I don't know who they are. They're the only ones who get it right every year. Real clear politics, New Hampshire, 2024, a Republican presidential primary poll. This is from the Washington Post and Monmouth. Trump 52, Haley 34. New Hampshire Republican presidential primary from insider advantage. 62, Trump 35, Haley. WHDH-TV and Emerson College, Trump 53, Haley 37. Those three polls have Trump up plus 16, plus 27, plus 16, respectively. Mm -hmm. Nikki Haley is not in this goddamn race, no matter what the press tells you. They're trying to envision, if not persuade people. Nikki Haley, I listened to her yesterday. She said it. She said, I'm in it. Yeah. I'm going to go all the way. Um, so, um, you know, th- that's not the press saying it. She's, she's saying it. Oh, My I know question she's, is, I, um, I know she's. Um, Ron Carter said, Nikki Haley is a trick, too slick for her own good. So let me ask you a question, Ron Carter. And I'm asking everybody. Good morning, um, Mr. Newmark. I'm asking everybody 
who who was who wasn't here earlier when I asked the question. If you had to pick between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, who would you pick? If you had to pick between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, who would it be? Understanding that Nikki Haley said that there's no racism in America. America has never been a racist country. By the way, while you're answering that, let me give you two other polls you need to understand. This one comes from Harvard University, which is not a considerable conservative bastion of leadership. In the general election, according to the Harvard-Harris poll, Trump 53, Biden 47. In a three-way race, Trump versus Biden versus RFK, Trump 44, Biden 36, Kennedy 21. Wow. Tim Watson said Nikki Haley, even with that stupid-ass statement. Reginald Sanders said Nikki Haley because she is manageable. Christy Graham said we would pick Trump, and then he he dies of syphilis, and whoever that person is can fill and take over. Uh, Brother Youssef said Trump. So we got two Nikki Haley's, two Trumps. That's interesting. Christy Graham. Obviously, by the way, I want to say, Christy Graham, thank you for exposing what network you watch. James Carville made that claim about the syphilis thing, but thank you for exposing yourself. Never repeat what you hear on television over here. You couldn't be more alive. I, I, I get these video clips sent to me. James Carville said that thing about syphilis. You, you don't really believe that yeah, dumb shit. I, I, do I don't think that that's true. Okay, so, uh, Reese, I want to move. We'll, we'll come back move to this on. in a minute. Good morning, Jer- we, Good morning. Um, Ron, you got to take one of them. You guys never played a game. You got to pick one or the other. When you say I wouldn't take either of them, you can't do that. It's one of the two. Um, one or the other, get shot. So you'd rather get shot. Good morning, Derek Sproul. All right. So as you guys know, we have covered the um, we have covered the situation um, with um, the NAACP over the last uh, couple of months uh, from last year, from the latter part of last year, and we haven't really talked about it this year, but it's not going away. It is um, it's actually heating up. It's getting um, it's getting more and more coverage because now um, national NAACP National is doing a forensic on um, the NAACP in Sacramento, the Sacramento branch, the branch that Betty Williams presided over longer than any other president um, before her or since her. She has been the president. Betty Williams, just to give you guys a recap was running for the state uh, seat. She was running, she's the president of Sacramento. She was going to be the president of, she was running to be president of California and Hawaii chapter. Um, And she, um, um, she went up against um, the sitting president, Rick Callender, and they, disqualified her days before the election. Uh, It was rumored about that Betty Williams would win 
that election. Um, everybody was just in the air. Everybody knew it. Everybody said it. And then they put her on a, a suspension and said that she had um, had misconduct because she was part of a program that fed close to 100,000 people. Uh, and let me just go back on that. There was this dining program that Sacramento had during the COVID deal, $7 million they gave to restaurants to feed people in the California area, in the Sacramento area where they wouldn't have to go out of their homes, elderly people in need that didn't have the wherewithal to do such a thing. Um, but none of the $7 million went to a black restaurant. Betty Williams, being the president of the NAACP, had something to say about it, brought it to the attention of the county. The county made another $4.5 million or so available, but then told her that she had to split it with a white organization. So they ended up with $2.2 million. The white organization ended up with $2.2 million. And black businesses, black restaurants that, didn't, that weren't part of the dining program became part of dining to It was a program that Betty Williams um, and Selena Pryor uh, worked on, put together, uh, and um, and then and Betty has a staffing company, and um, <clears throat> and so they needed money to start the project up. Betty put the initial dollars in through her company to start the project up, and then uh, put and then the, the project ran. And Betty, you know, her company got paid for the work they did. Selena Pryor set over the project, so she got paid for the work she did, and all was well. Program went great. Restaurants made money. Over uh, close to 100,000 people were fed, and all was well. And in April of 23, everything was given to national, national, new. There's no big deal until we get to the election and close to August, September, when the election is going to happen. And that's when all this stuff took place. And that's where we are right now. Betty Williams has been put on suspension since then. She's no longer the president of the uh, Sacramento branch of the NAACP, and she is now being investigated uh, with a forensic investigation. The county is investigating. And, Betty, um, I'm glad that you are coming out to talk about it. Good morning, Jeff Carlos, um, uh, Betty, did I did I cover yeah. this pretty well, or is there anything you want to add to it? You, you did cover it very well. Um, the uh, one of the things I do want to add to it is that we were so proud of this Dine In Two program that we actually submitted it to the national for an award. They had the program because we weren't hiding anything. Like you said, we fed almost 100,000 um, people, 100,000 meals. We actually um, fed 753 homeless people. Um, it was a project that we were doing so well that the county asked us to take on additional homeless individuals without additional money. And we said yes because we knew and I knew that most of the homeless looked like you and I. And so the fact that they had $7.7 million to be exact for the first program and a handful of restaurants 
um, received that money, and there was no African Americans, and they showed me the spreadsheet on how they did their outreach, and it was almost 2,000 people on or restaurants on that spreadsheet. It was about 1,800 and some change. Um, what I found interesting, it was restaurants like Taco Bell and uh, Burger King, and and, and I, I didn't understand why they had this reach and no one that looked like you and I was, was on that spreadsheet. So given the opportunity, and I fought for this a year, it didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight. And I suspected um, being a black organization, a black woman with black, black individuals going after it, that we were going to have some issues because we were black. But we were very proud of that program, and 14 restaurants, were involved in that that were were not involved in in the first one at all, and so, so, so let me, we're, we're really let me ask you a question, that. Betty. So, um, what what kind of forensic? What are they doing? First of all, what is what is the county saying? Or is the county upset with you about the program? Are they do they have some say in this? Is or is this just the NAACP national? At this point, it has to be the NACP National because we went through a, a, a couple of audits through the county in, during the program, and at one point, we weren't going to get the rest of the money until we finished the audit. And all of our audits came out fine. And so at this point, I think I was suspended. A number of us were suspended without due process. We are a civil rights organization that we fight every day for everybody else's due process. You are not guilty first. You're not given um, the charges. For you. I, it's just unbelievable. So, But let me go back. The county hasn't reached out to me. So at this point, they are working directly. I'm going to say this. I'm going to mm-hmm. assume they're working directly with um, national because the county has not reached out to me. And so – we have, it's just incredible to me that the narrative has changed that my organization, meaning One Solution, the staffing and outreach organization, put together a team, hired them, paid the salaries, and everything that goes with paying a salary. Matter of fact, my company bought the telephone for the Dine-In 2 program. If you look at any of the past materials or marketing, it's a separate telephone number than the NAACP office because one solution bought that phone and paid for the monthly bill for that. And so if we had not have stepped in, would the program the program when it started, the branch didn't have the wherewithal, the funding, the seed money to get it started. And so my first employee started the first week of April for the Dine-In 2 program before we got a single check. This is, that's why I fought so hard. I didn't want the restaurants to be stagnated in any payments just because we couldn't get started with staffing or telephone or any other things that the county was asking for. And so to be held in this manner um, right before the election, right before that state election, is I'm not understanding, especially when I sent the program to national 
for an award, especially when I flew in to the board meeting and touched bases with the chairperson of the committee that does the suspension when I heard there was something that might be going on. When I asked the question, I was just simply told that they pulled it off the agenda, and and that was it. And so, so let me ask you. So, 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 how? Why would why would national allow such a thing to happen? I mean, because it seems to me, from following this, when I look at when I talk to branch presidents, to the local branch presidents, and I've talked to them from all over the state, because the same issues are happening everywhere. It seems like mm-hmm. the branch presidents and the people that are on the ground doing the work and the state presidents and national are at odds or at war with each other. Is that what's taking place? And how long has that been happening? You know, I'm glad you asked that question because I've been getting calls from a national level as well from other branches Mm -hmm. Um, from the East Coast to the West Coast, North and South, and giving me story after story on how this has happened to them. The, um, the due process wasn't in place. The suspension was put in place. A number of them and their executive committee members were suspended without due process. In one case, um, the gentleman, when he shared his story, he said it was so horrific the way it was when after that one of the members committed suicide. And so I'm trying to understand. But why, aren't you guys, why aren't you guys talking about this? Why aren't you guys loud and bold with this? It seems to me that, that you guys are being bullied, and, and you all, you're so committed to being in the NAACP that you will even allow bullying to exist to stay. So I think it's a a couple of things. For me, it was a couple of things. Um, I have an attorney, and so in the very beginning, um, he was basically advising me not to say anything. And so I'm watching this thing go out, and and I'm not allowed to say anything. That's one. Two, um, I was also uh, approached um, by a board member saying, you know, if you say anything um, against the national or to Derek, it's a violation of the bylaws, and um, my branch, Sacramento, could be shut down and and I could be um, suspended or terminated permanently. And so, Celeste, Celeste Groton in um, Alaska says they're too big. We we fight solo. We need to join forces because in Alaska they've had a president that was elected over a year ago, but the president that is sitting said that there was a uh, there was a protest to the uh, to the um, election process, but he has not given, they have not, in over a year, they've reached out to national, nothing from national. They, um, the, the sitting president has not brought forth who, 
who brought uh, um, the, the who brought the, the complaint, and they've just been idle. Uh, and but the same way I think that that they've done with you because are you scheduled to have a hearing? Um, well, what I can tell you is that my lawyer submitted our appeal, and we've been waiting. Um, that's one. And what you've been saying is an example of what's been done. Election before last, um, the one person, Reverend Vine, that ran uh, against the state president, he was suspended. In addition to that, there were 32, approximately 32 individuals who also ran to be on the state um, executive committee uh, who wanted to change the environment and, and, and things that has been in place for years. They wanted to change it. And they found a way to disqualify all 32 people off the ballot. How do you disqualify 32 people? <laughs> so uh, that Greg, group came Greg together Beasy to said, appeal. Greg Beasy said this sounds similar to the methods coach use to keep people in line. So I know I have people on. I have show hosts that may have a question. Um, I do. I, I, I see who said I do? That's Reese. Yes, go ahead, Reese. Uh, so, yeah, Reese on the radio here. Look, I'm and listening to your story, and I do feel awful about the due process here. You said that, you know, you were told by certain individuals, you were contacted by them saying that if you spoke up, there were there were considerable damages that would happen to your branch and to you in general, you would be fired. Would you, you say? No, let me in, correct that. Let me correct yes, that. Ma'am. If we spoke against the yes, if you spoke against them, yes. My okay, apologies. Okay. Yes. So if you spoke against them, you, your 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 chapter would be shut down. You would be fired. But of course, they wanted, it's one and the same. My question to you is: um, Do you believe that there is a strong arm effort to keep their dirty laundry secret so that no one is exposed? for the wrongdoing, that they're sort of running this organization with impunity? Um, you know what? Personally, I do believe that. And, and there's a gentleman, and I, I shared this with Jay, um, Reverend Gatewood, who last week or maybe two weeks ago filed, a de- filed something with the Department of Justice based on this process or lack of uh, of individuals across the country not having their due process. Even with the Sacramento branch, they had to reinstate two of the members. And what I can say about those two members, they wrote wonderful, scathing, wonderful emails, um, letters in my on my behalf. And mm-hmm. the next day, they were suspended. The next day. And so... Yeah. So to answer your question, simply yes. Yeah. I, listen, I've, always, I, I've had my run-ins with local chapters of the NAACP. Uh, nothing moves. I deal with the Hartford one all, all the time. Nothing moves without the consent of the national chapter. And they do. I mean, they run roughshod. So I almost feel like if, in essence, you're running behind the eight ball as a chapter member, and some people do not want to give up the position of being a part of NAACP because there's a lot of weight in having that position. Would you say that's kind of the reason why fewer people speak up? 
Absolutely. Um, um, Hold on, Betty. I just want to read some of the comments. Celeste Hodges said, they will wait you out until you move on. It is definitely a click. Derek Spruill said, curious what were the guidelines for appropriation of funds. Secondly, great job taking care of your neighbors. Let's remember P.E. song, every brother ain't a brother if you're different something. Um, uh, Greg Beasy said, bullying, fear, intimidation, what it sounds like to him. Nikki, the poet says the NAACP was activated to protect citizens from intimidation, retaliation, defamation experienced in America. And here we are witnessing the very thing within the NAACP organization. This is disheartening on another level. But Betty, this has always been the, the rules of the NAACP. This is in your charter that you guys cannot go against the NAACP. You can't speak against the NAACP. You can't, uh, you can't protest against the NAACP. And yet the NAACP is a protest organization that fights against intimidation, retaliation, defamation. Are they, are you telling me that the very organization that fights against these things is in fact anchored in them. They have silence. Have you seen any protests coming from the Sacramento branch of the NAACP? They have been silenced. But maybe this had to happen with me and the Sacramento branch in order to open up. At this point, I believe it's bigger than me um, because I've had so many stories and examples of the same thing happening across the nation. And for whatever reason, they haven't been heard. They've been saying this has been wrong for a long time. And so because when they your heard bylaws about won't my, let them. Why, why haven't you guys moved to change the bylaws? How much power does the body have? Does the body have any power at all? Or is your power negated by national and the national board? So let me give you an example. So the the power should be in the membership as far as the branches are concerned. And so one of the things um, many years ago that we tried to change, and I don't think a lot of people know this, is that when you pay um, your membership dues to any branch, it's a 60-40 split. 60% go to national, 40% goes to to the branches. So we felt uh, many years ago that it should be the other way around because the branches are boots on the ground doing the work. <laughs> and so it should be 60% goes to the branches. And so you're allowed to bring that once a year, those changes to the national conventions. We actually won that vote. Um, it, it was a tough fight. It was an all-day fight, but we worked together um, in a collective voice to say the branches should have 60%. Once we left the convention, we're waiting on that. And what happened, it made it to the executive board, it got changed, and it maintained the 60-40. National got national. Wow. So, Even though so Celeste Hodge-Groton Hodge says the membership have no power. Um, um, uh, Jana Marie said the NAACP no longer serves us. It's time for a change. Potter says the NAACP is a dinosaur. Unless there's a paycheck involved, I don't see why those members care about threats and intimidation from that old, dusty organization. 
What do you say about those? <laughs> you know what I'm going to say to that? There are some great branches that are doing great work that's fighting the fight, and the Sacramento branch is absolutely one of them. That but, 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 it's not the, but it's not the NAACP, Betty. It's, it's you all. What I'm saying is, and what he's saying, and have you guys thought about the fact that you guys are part of an old, antiquated, outdated thought process that that um, that is only going to take the best years you got to give uh, from you because they're not going to change their old wicked ways. This yeah. is the, they're, they're, these these bylaws are 105 years old or 118 years old, whatever it is. You know, what makes you want to continue to fight and stay? Uh, well, as as antiquated as, especially now that most people are finding out, some people knew a long time ago, but as antiquated as it is, those letters mean a lot when you're walking in a door. I when When I walk in to fight for people to get out of jail and I'm walking in with those letters, it, it, it comes with power, but I don't think people understand um, what we've been going through. And so I think it is time for a change. I, I think there should be um, a, a, a number of changes. I, I think that committee that suspends people without due process should be terminated and deleted. And, and, and I really think that process should go through a legal arm versus a committee on. Um, I, I think there should be um, a process, if the, a whistleblower process within the NACP that will be confidential so when people um, like myself who reached out and said, I'm in a hostile environment, I'm being harassed by um, a person of power in the NACP, please help me. And when this is the piece that gets me, and that's why I can't be silent anymore. When I don't even get an acknowledgement, even though I submitted it three different times, three different times on my harassment, and I fight for people who are getting harassed all day long for almost 20 years for everybody else. And then when I need the help from my own organization, they don't even acknowledge that. So I think this situation, along with your help and others, Jay, is, is eye-opening. And so I'm just not going to keep taking these hints without letting people know what we're going through and what we need to do. We need um, individuals like, I think, Paulette Gibson to be on the board. I think she she's a fresh breather. Um, she has, and we're quietly waiting to see if she's one or not. And so, it, well, that's going to be a whole other story if she doesn't win. Uh, they don't discriminate. They don't respond to any of the members. We don't matter. So, um, you know, I'm going to tell you, when I, when I hear you guys, um, to me, I, I say if all of the different branches where this where this is prob where these problems are happening. If all you guys got on a call together 
Mm. And you all said, and you guys extracted yourself from the NAACP to create a new organization. Yep. Um, I think it would cripple the NAACP, number one. Uh, number two, uh, the work that you guys do, you can do under a, a new set of of bylaws and, and rules that 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 um that would empower you in another way. But I think by trying to fight the NAACP on their own dirt, with their own rules and laws, they've already proved to you that even when you win, you lose. I don't understand why you guys are still making this fight a fight. I would say, fuck the NAACP and start a new organization um, no. based on, um, I'm serious. Jay, no, no, you're 100% right. I do believe this. And, and coming from a certain perspective, look, there is a weight, there is a cliche, there's a, 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 what's the, there's a prestige with walking into a room, as she described with you and your name being attached to the NAACP. Do I believe that the NAACP is beyond scrutiny? Not to the average individual, but the NAACP wields a lot of power. If this scandal were to reach like the national plane, the media would never cover it because any criticism of the NAACP would be deemed as going after the oldest black civil rights organizations in the country. And they would recoil to even report on it. Well, that's so why the can... people, that's why the people in the organization have to Agreed. say something. You won't yeah. recoil if the body, yeah. but the body has to do it. But what, I, right. what, I, what I sense, Reese, mm-hmm. is a lot of fear and, a, and people thinking, I don't want to be out here on my own. Who yeah. else is coming? And they all are afraid to say, whether you come or not, this is who I am. Listen, I was a guy that the NAACP tried to get fired from the radio station that I was volunteering at. Yeah. Because I stood up because I stood up as a private citizen during a speech before Kamala Harris was for the senator when she was running for the Senate and she spoke to a group of black people and said we have to understand that police officers have biases just like we do. We have biases about art. We have, a bi- we have biases about music. So police officers have the same types of biases, and motherfuckers were just sitting there and not saying nothing. And I said, I'm not going to listen to this bullshit. And I stood up and said, you niggas are going to listen to this bullshit. I'm not <laughs> listening to this. And I walked out. I said, our kids are being murdered in the streets. Joseph Mann was murdered. This was a kid who was, have, who was obviously mentally, uh, uh, you know, um, unstable. Disabled. But he wasn't doing anything to anybody. He wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't a threat to anybody. He had a machete in his hand. He was walking down the street. He wasn't bothering anyone, but the police tried to run him over in their cars 
got him up against a fence, a cyclone fence, and shot him 17 times. He never made a move towards law enforcement. He was always in a retreating position. And she decided that the police were innocent and did nothing wrong. Fact PD even fired those police and said, you can't be here because the police officers' bill of rights, um, they, uh, they give law enforcement extended due process and protection from prosecution. And the NAACP went after me for standing up for our community and protected Kamala Harris, who was only black when she started running. She became black 15 minutes ago. That's, again, but see, that's that I'm making, Jay King, is what you just said, right? Here's the NAACP making its allegiance selectively for an Indian woman they call black instead of a young black man who lost his life which again shows you exactly who the organization is, right? Shows you that right in plain sight, that they would try to get you fired from a job you volunteer for. Like that was more pertinent than to stand up for justice in that case, which shows you that the organization is out of its depth. It isn't the association that it was in 1912. But also to, to your point is, well, what we're talking about the, the, those letters, the NAACP, you probably wouldn't have known that there was another feeding program at the county level. We started at the same time. We had to split the money with them. But because the NAACP is involved, this is the only organization that you're hearing about. You're not hearing about the the other feeding program at all. You you wouldn't have even known there was another one. (laughs) But those letters, you walk in the door, and it's perceived power. I do honestly believe that the organization... But, but Betty, it, Betty, the yeah, reason why is because the NAACP doesn't have an ax to grind with them. They have an ax to grind with you. you you're going oh, against yeah. a hierarchy. They have a system in place. You're upending the system. You're challenging who and what they have in place. And they get to pick who leads us when, where, and why. And when you go against the system, then you are bad man, bad woman. Stay away. It's why I don't fuck with the clique like that, and it's why <laughs> I don't mind being my own person. Well, you definitely – it's David and Goliath right. with me with this situation. It's definitely a David and Goliath. But – I, I'm not, I can't be, I'm not going to be silenced anymore. I've, I've tried going through the internal process. I've tried reaching out to um, senior staffers and, and the senior members of the board. We, we tried all of that, and, and, and there's others that have been screaming but haven't gotten the, the attention that I've been getting. And so I think Betty. at this point in time, it's time. It's a new day. It's time to do something uh, different. Can I, can I make it to you just real quick? Uh, I sure. think that you're going. You're, I think you're going with with 
uh, considerate media in this case, like in those are favorable media that you're familiar with. I'm just going to give you an example. In Connecticut, we had that EV, uh, that electric vehicle nonsense mandate that they were going to bring in Connecticut. When mm-hmm. we started threatening to go to the hip-hop stations with the story that the most underserved communities were going to be affected by this new mandate who wouldn't be able to afford they immediately changed course. In your case, what I think you should do is go after the people who want to criticize uh, the NAACP. Now, people may scream at me for saying this, but hear me out. If you went to a Fox News to talk about what the NAACP is doing to you, they'd report on it. But if you went to NBC News, they wouldn't touch you with a 10-foot pole because they're friends. Then NBC won't cover that story, but Fox News would. Newsmax would. Conservative media would if they found out that they were doing things like that to its own members. That is a story to them. Now, I know people saying was like, oh, that's unscrupulous. But guess what? Unfortunately, the friends of the NAACP, ABC, NBC, and CBS, they won't touch your story because they'll never hold the NAACP to account because they're friends. So you may have to go to what might be considered enemy territory. Now, I'm sure people are going to make comments in the chat room, but hear me out. Sometimes you got to do unorthodox things to do unorthodox things. I'm listening. What I believe you're saying, King Greece, is um, for everyone to come together and take their story to a different outlet. Yep. A credible outlet. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not just, against that. Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, right, the truth be told, no one in the mainstream media is covering your story. And your story is literally, it's important. It's NAACP. And what they're doing on a national level is not only shutting you down, but they're threatening you. Right? They're threatening you, <laughs> coming to you quietly saying, don't say a word or we'll do this and we'll do that a civil rights organization that is meant to protect people like you is using the right. same tactics. So right. and you can't get any burn, Betty. Nobody is coming to your rescue. A black woman who's being, done, being treated in this manner, nobody's coming to your rescue. So I'm just saying, well, if you can't go to your friends, the enemy of my enemy is my ally. This is war. Ooh. If you think about it, right? It's war. They're trying to destroy you. So take off the kid gloves. That's all I'm saying. Hey, Reed, I, yes. I, I actually think you had it right the first time. I think she should go to the younger community, even the hip-hop community. Reason being yeah. is that they spread things, and, and they can get the word out very quickly. I mean, they can get in the news cycle on a certain level, especially on social media, very, very quickly. Now, you may have to explain to them what the NAACP is, but I think that may not be a bad strategy to go to, go to them, you know. Sure. So. That's interesting that you have to say that. You have to explain what the NAACP is um, because I'm of the age where my parents made sure that I knew who the NAACP was. Um, and what they stood for and what they fought for. And now we're in a yeah. gen- different generation, I was going to say it's right? a different generation now. But, 
and it, but it's not necessarily the young people's fault. It's not all the young people's fault on this one. That's true. I mean, I haven't right. even heard the name NAACP until I started listening. I mean, until it started being mentioned on this show. I haven't even heard the name in years. Um, so wow. there, there's some there's some marketing and advertising. This, there's definitely a lack of uh, um, a willingness to kind of get the word out and to market themselves better in 2024. Um, yeah, you got a point. I almost, right? Yeah, I, I almost forgot they exist, to be honest. You're right about that. I forgot about the NAACP, definitely. In 2008, when I was on WRKO, I, I brought some kids in from the Boys and Girls Club, and I think I mentioned it here recently, and, and they were trying to fundraise. And it was for some kids in Dorchester that were all black and brown. And I said, you know, with the struggles that you mean, you guys are coming over to WRKO, which is a predominantly 55 and up white radio station. You guys are here on my show to get some, some of that money, which, again, they did donate. But I asked the kids, you know, no support from the NAACP at the local branch? And they were like, who are they? And I'm like, what? What do you mean, who are they? They didn't even know who they were. These kids were 18. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. I know it is. That's what, that's, imagine, I'm, I was on the air going, what? And then, and that was what got me into war. By the way, just an inside story. That's the reason why I got into war with the NAACP, because after those kids were on the air, for the next week, I was saying, if the NAACP's outreach isn't reaching the people they claim to help. If these 18-year-old kids who had done community work don't know who you are, that means you're not doing the work to let them know who you are. Like, you're right. not even calling them. You're not right. even engaging in them. The kids, you know, they engage with what's in front of them, but you're not even reaching out to them, which I went after them every day for that. I'm just like, these kids need your help just as much as Every other story that's out there, you you should be reaching out to them if you want to. You have your legacy continue. You need the young people. That is your legacy. Right. Legacy, you're right. Well, it sounds to me that you're busy uh, bullying um, their people. They don't have enough time, and maybe this is a good thing. Our young people weren't kind of brought into this kind of toxicity we're hearing about. So I agree. A new strategy. Um, Organize, focus, uh, collaborative. Yes. I, I agree. I think most people hear about the NAACP through its image award. <laughs> I, you know, it's so funny because that was, I even at, when I mentioned that to the kids and I said, I was like, you know, the guys who do the NAACP image awards. And, she, and that's when the little girl says to me, she says, Oh, yeah, I thought they were just an award thing. I went, no, sweetheart. I felt so bad. Well, in a way. I blame so many institutions for that. Like, there were a million things running through my head. It's like finding out that kids can't, you know, can't read an analog clock. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, Christ, what have we done? They don't know who the NAACP is. Right. You can't read cursive. Right. Yeah, it was like, Horrible. and you, it, I immediately took responsibility for that. So I'm just like, it was like, listen, get your people to get in touch with the NAACP. Let them know what you're trying to do. 
so they can help get the word out. It's important that these – because, again, this is a Boys and Girls Club dedicated to getting kids off the street, right? Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, affecting the African-American community, and you – and the NAACP isn't involved. It's the Boys and Girls Club. That's another storied institution, and you two aren't aligned together. Like, that right. doesn't make sense. Yeah, we have to assume some responsibilities of that, though, by not teaching the generation behind us. Yeah, because I don't think my kids know anything about NAACP, which is my fault. Really? Yeah, and my kids are in their 30s, so go figure. Wow. Well, I wanted to say to you, ma'am, if this means anything to you, are you familiar with with the AARP organization? Yes. Okay, so American Associate for Retired Persons, for those of you who don't know what the AARP thing means. But, of course, <laughs> if, you're, if, you're 50, yeah. if you're 50 and older, you can get an AARP membership. It's only $16 a year. I speak like I know because I'm, I'm a member. But I left <laughs> them last year when I found out that there was an alternative called AMAC, the Association for Mature American Citizens, which is a Ooh. conservative group Wait. that that gives me the that same benefits please. as the AARP because the AA man. yeah it's called AMAC A M A C and it's an alternative to 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 AARP because AARP started getting involved with liberal policies so when ah. people didn't like that people went to AMAC and AMAC started taking its money and promoting itself on all talk radio and now they're huge. So the NAACP, look, we, the reason why we have the Urban League is because, you know, this doesn't have to be just one, right? Right. right. That's true. You know, That's right. and the civil exactly. rights organization had to start somewhere. So, yeah, you can have an organization that started in, you know, 1904, but who's to say there shouldn't be one that started in 2024 and be around for the next 100 years? Yeah. Right. I put it in your box, Kendra. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate it. You plan the scene, my brother. Well, it's my pleasure to do so. I I, I don't want people to get the impression that, you know, look, my personal fight with NAACP is personal. Yours is as well personal because they're affecting not just your life, but your livelihood and your reputation. Mm -hmm. And look, and and when something like that is on the line, politics and playing nice. Those things have to be set aside because, remember, if their mission is to destroy you and your credibility, they will pull no stops. They will pull no punches. And you don't want to hurt the organization, which I get, because the organization is bigger than the people who run it. But unfortunately, it's beyond that now, if you really think about it, right? The, The organization is a shell of itself because now it's run by corrupt individuals. So... You may have to be that person who gets that organization in check or out of sight. And you may have to take the risk of your reputation because right now they're going after your reputation. So if you want to be the person that sets it right, be that martyr. Don't worry about what other people are going to say about you. People like us who are going to take your plight and say what she did was the right thing to do because what they were doing was wrong. Correct. Um, Are you trying to say she's going to be the Malcolm X? She could be. Sadly, the NAACP has now evolved into 
more of a legacy brand a grass, than a grassroots community-based organization. Uh, I, I had to take a shower, but I was listening to you guys. And, um, Betty, I think that you guys, the, the body of the NAACP has to decide not yesterday, but today, if it is going to, um, if it is going to continue to let the, the national and the small, um, um, the small pieces of the organization dominate the large piece of the organization, which is the members, the membership, and the and the the, um, the city. Um, organization, organizations that represent different cities. And, and I believe that between you, um, Celeste, and Alaska is, uh, is a powerful organizer. You're a powerful organizer. Um, Paulette what is a powerful organizer. North Carolina. Um, I, I, Leroy I, I, is yeah. a powerful organizer. You guys create a new organization. But if you guys, um, if you don't, if all you guys do is complain about the NAACP and their tactics and what they do and how they treat you, um, I'm going to be the NAACP national for a minute. Uh, hello, uh, national, it's me, it's Jay King. Oh, boy. Here <laughs> First of all, let me say this to you, JT. And the horse you the horse you rode in on. Uh, so I know if you call me, it's about some bullshit. Let me say this to you and all my bitches and hoes and my minions and peons that's going against me. I'm bigger than big. I don't give a fuck. All y'all gonna do is complain. Then you motherfuckers gonna come back on your hands and knees, begging. And I might or might not acknowledge you. I don't know yet. I'm getting my feet and my hands done. I got to look good when I go take the take the pit of the Democratic Party. That being said. All these motherfuckers do is complain, 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 complain. This shit been the same way since we started. Now, and all of a sudden, the motherfucker want to be the boss. It's a boss already. I'm national. Everybody know it. Do what daddy say. J. King, you made a song about it. I'm just asking my bitches and hoes, my minions and peons to do what daddy say. If you can't do what daddy say, get to stepping. Oh my God. You lost me at Minions. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> you lost me at Hello. Because that's, I'm going to tell you something. Because really, that's what National was saying to you guys. They don't believe that you're going to do anything. They don't believe you're going to say anything. They all you guys, you guys are going to get mad, get back, and they're going to they're gonna call you. Somebody's going to call you. Betty, I'm going to say this to you, and I'm going to say this. Uh, you know, I always love you. I always fall for you. 
And I was with National the other day, and I just told him, I said, I love Betty. Betty's a hard worker. She's a hard fighter, Betty. I said all kinds of good stuff for you. But, Betty, you got to slow down. Your time is coming. It just ain't right now. You got to let the people that's in power be in power, and I'm going to get you back in. But you got to promise me if I get you back in that you're going to act right. Just be the president. We're going to let you be president of Sacramento, and you can do what you want to do. Ain't nobody going to say nothing to you about what you do. And that whole dine-in program thing is going to go away, girl. But you got to, you got to stop. <laughs> because when you start pulling away, Betty, other people are going to pull away with you. When mm. Kyle Williams start pulling away and Celeste start pulling away, other people are going to pull away with her. When Leroy start pulling away, other people his people are going to pull away with him. And when you yeah. all start pulling away, because you guys are the blood of the organization, and when blood starts draining right. from you, you get weak and you get tired because that's what makes your body move. And that's why sometimes if they say you got low blood pressure and you can, you're tired because your body needs that blood rushing through it in order for it to function. That's why if you start to get clogged arteries, they got to open them up because you need your body to be moving. That's the only way that happens. You guys have to drain the blood out of the NAACP. And, and, you got to know know it, and you don't have to be a martyr. See, a martyr got to die on the cross for it. But a leader gets to build a whole nother thing. And if you all put the leadership from all these different states together, and you guys said, you know what, it don't have to be that. It don't have to be that big. It don't have to be like the NAACP right now. Matter of fact, Let's keep it right where we are, and let's make our nucleus this strong to make sure that we don't build just for today and tomorrow or 50 years from today, but that we leave the door open so as the world changes, we can change with the world. The reason why black people are in the position we're in is because when every other community has changed its message, Ours has stayed the same. Whenever I hear us and see us, this is what I hear. Sweet Lord, sweet chariot, coming up to carry me And when we talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, we're pointing at other people. We're never pointing at ourselves. We better learn how to be diverse, equitable, and inclusive if you want to win. The way we oh, work, I, I agree. I totally we are agree with that. And so you and I, Jay, we we on the same plane. When we live in the state of California, that's the fourth largest economy in the world, but yet you and I talk about all the time how African American black businesses only have one percent of the contracts. And so the, the, those are the things that I'm shouting and and, and trying to get. Why one of the richest states in the nation and your black folks got 1% of the contract? And so when you try to shut somebody like me down, that means it can continue that way if you try to shut Jay down, but I don't think they're going after Jay. But anyway, um, 
that's what happens. We stay at that 1%. We're a different kind of 1%. Well, because because but this this ain't okay because this ain't the state of California trying to take you down. This is your own organization taking you down. This is this is what you're doing to yourself. That is you. Yeah, what I'm saying is no. I'm saying when I say this ain't California, this ain't this California the state. This is the state representative of your organization. This is a in-house situation. You are eating your own self up. So I'm saying to you, and any of y'all listening, um, uh, Shirley Brown said, Madam President Betty, I'm with you all the way. Any of you all listening, they can't stop you if you ain't walking on these streets. And I'm going to tell you right now, when I took over the California Black Chamber, I got no help from organizations that uh, that were black, the only person that stood with me during the time um, was Betty Williams. When everybody was against me, Betty Williams knew the bylaws. She said, per the bylaws, Jay, you are the president. The member, the, the 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 board picked you. They cannot appoint anybody in your position. They have to vote on it. Betty actually walked them through the process of how to do it. And so, the reason my, why my organization is strong today is because I didn't boy or bow down to all those niggas that wasn't shit on the stick. In the beginning and today, I tell them to their face, y'all ain't shit on the stick, and I give zero fucks about what you think about me. As a matter of fact, there were people that said, you can't do kings in the morning and be the president of the, end of the California Black Chamber of Commerce. And I said, not only can I, I'm going to. This is what I do. I'm a radio show host. And what I do as a radio show host has nothing to do with what I do as the president of the California Black Chamber, and I will cuss a motherfucker out right in their face, uh, unequivocally, and anybody who knows me knows and understands that. And that's how hard and that's how real we have to be if we're going to make it in in this political, uh, uh, click-driven atmosphere that we live in now and it's so horrible in our communities and and me and Betty do not agree on a lot of things but my disagreement with Betty has never made me not um, respect Betty or not stand up when something's wrong this is wrong it shouldn't be happening and I'm disappointed but not surprised that real black leadership haven't stood up and said anything because a lot of them motherfuckers got little itty bitty baby balls. And that's the truth. And, and I need to say this because, you know, my, my personal situation with my mom and I'm, so I'm going to have to cut out in, in a minute, but I do want to <laughs> say that um, we need to be celebrating that dine in two program. They, they turned it into 
they weaponized it, it, it and it's those 14 those black restaurants killed the game of a hundred oh, about a hundred thousand mills they employed people yeah. homeless people got jobs with those restaurants some of them have jobs to this day some of them aren't homeless anymore because of that dine in two program some of them their families were able to pay other utility bills because they were able to feed their family. We fed them not just one meal a day, three meals in a day per family member. Those black restaurants killed the shit with less money. Remember, it started off with $7.7 million with the other handful of restaurants that didn't look like you and I, gave us four million and told us to split the shit. <laughs> and so we split it and they killed the shit. They killed it. And so why aren't we celebrating those black restaurants? Why aren't we so and my team that Because the organization that you work for, the organization that you work under, that you sent the information to to applaud what you did turned on you and is investigating you and is doing a forensic on you. That's why we're not supporting it. That's why we're not applauding it. That's not why we're not celebrating it. And the day that you divorce yourself, and I tell people all the time, I'm, um, I'm not in the world um, like that. I don't, I'm, I'm not in the world. I'm not, I, I'm, I, I enjoy my life. My life, my life is good because I, I divorced myself from the world a long time ago. And sometimes you got to divorce yourself from the bullshit because being married to it, uh, well, and, and the matter of fact, this morning, Brother Youssef, I got a bunch of emails from Brother Youssef from, about different things, you know, from Trump, from Trump to, you know, Fannie Willis. And, uh, and I wrote Brother Youssef this. I said, Brother Youssef, don't let the world consume you with this nonsense. There are wonderful spaces that do not require engagement in such despair. These things will always exist and have always existed since the beginning of time, and they will never go away unless you divorce them and marry yourself to other more pleasant parts of life. I know because that is what I've done with and in my life. And I encourage all of you to marry yourself to the pleasant parts of life and divorce yourself from all the bullshit and hallelujah that they give, that they marry us to every day. And I say to you, Benny Williams, today should be the day that you divorce yourself from the silliness of the NAACP and start your new organization that's community-based, community-foundationed, community-focused, and community-loved. Because the NAACP ain't it, and I hope you see it today. I know you got to get to your mom, and I just want to say thank you for um, thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you for having me, yes. and I'll check bases with you later. Thank all of you for your support. 
I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. So um, we got about 24 minutes, you guys. I just want to, 23 minutes. I just want to unpack this. Um, Greece, this is the first time, and I got to give you some, I got to give Greece. That's the first time I ever heard Reed Charlie Hope a black organization. I'm sorry? That's the first time I've ever heard Reed Charlie Hope a black organization. Oh, God. Listen, again, like I said, you don't know this history. I rarely ever talk about it, but I I was telling – why am I forgetting her name? Betty Williams. Betty Williams. I was telling Mm -hmm. her – that I didn't start my plight against the NAACP until I had that experience in 2008 with those young kids from the uh, Boys and Girls Club. And they really let me down. And their response to it was, instead of just saying, well, thank you for the information, Reese, we'll we'll get on that real quick. They they sent Chuck Turner after my ass. Yeah. And so, and Chuck Turner, who eventually ended up, you know, being caught on bribery in a diner, but you know they sicked his ass on me because I dared even mention their name. Well, well, I, I'm glad that you um that. Good morning, Ralph Hawkins. Um, thank you, Derek. Derek said a good, very good show today. I thought uh, Lisa's strategy was excellent. Uh, I, yeah. Well, I don't know who Lisa. Uh, I think it's horrible. No, it's horrible. Bernard meant my meant my my strategy. The brains didn't come out right. No, I think uh, I mean Bernard. My hair looks horrible. I think Bernard <laughs> says Reese's strategy, and I was saying that if she's going to places in the media where that are friendly to the NAACP, they're not going to cover it. They'll get no get, she'll get no burn. So she may have right. to go and inner and enemy is my you know the enemy of my enemy is my right. friend. Right. right. So yeah, she okay. may have to I go to a I place. When you said that, and I saw um, Ron Carter said I wouldn't go that I wouldn't go to Fox, and I said um, I said to Ron Carter, hey, um, there's no such thing as bad media in this case. That's right. Um, That's right. Um, right. Um, Brother Youssef said, I believe Reese supports blacks. He has a problem with liberals created, which is niggas. Uh, you and Reese are the same thing. You and Reese, I call you guys, if y- y'all, you, you guys, if y'all were in the group, the group would, call, would be called the Misery Brothers. Because I get more misery from you and Reese than anybody in the world. You know what? It's funny because when you were saying, when you, I was saying that letter, that note that you sent to Brother Youssef, I said you should have ended it by saying, P.S., if you don't, you only you're gonna end up like Reese. <laughs> but he's not gonna end up like you. You and him are the same thing. Did. Yeah, look, y'all the same thing. You know, I'm a junkie. <laughs> Listen, hey King, let me tell you something. This is truth. You you are half right in your your uh, you know dissertation about misery. It's not that, and I'm almost certain Mary will vouch for me on this one. I am a junkie for this shit. I am like any other common crackhead when it comes to news. That's all it is. It's, it's, I don't like misery. It's just that I'm a junkie for this shit. That's well, all every it time is. you talk to me, it's got misery on. No, no, you no, guys, no. I'm just guys, saying. No, I'm uh, saying. You have to understand uh, from my uh, point uh, of view. Okay. Oh, brother, you said that he ain't like you, Reese. He don't mess with white women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But we don't know that, do we? 
That's that's okay. Keep hanging with we keep hanging with me. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> so um, so one thing. So so I believe if 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 it was me, if if I was at the if, if the NAACP um said something to me like we don't I don't want you to be part of our organization or whatever or, you know, wanted to investigate me, um, I would pull out my whole Johnson and say, now start sucking, um, because it wouldn't matter to me. Um, um, I, you know, I would be, you know, I'm done with you. I don't need to be a part of this organization. Um, I, I don't want to be a part of any organization where I don't have a voice, where um, rights are being taken away from me, where I, where I can't, where I don't have the right to um, to criticize uh, the organization. Now, Ali might say, J. King, you don't let nobody criticize Kingdom One. This is not an organization. This motherfucking radio show, and I got a mute button. Fuck with it if you want to. But if I was an organization where people had those types of rights, um, the people should have the power. And, you know, um, I, I had somebody tell me one day, man, uh, I don't like the show. I don't think like the way I think you mean and you cruel. And he said a whole bunch of shit. And then I said, maybe it ain't the show for you. Right. Maybe it ain't your show. Maybe maybe you shouldn't listen. No. I'm, Isn't I'm that changing. the norm, though? Isn't that isn't that the norm though? It's like we've lived in a society that says because I don't like something, nobody should have it. It's like mm-hmm. vegans. Vegans are saying meat isn't good for you. I'm like, okay, so don't eat meat. No, nobody should be eating meat. No, no, you don't leave the rest of us alone. You don't eat meat. The rest of us will enjoy more for us. <laughs> Got a point. Yeah. So um, after hearing, so um, Potter, after hearing the whole thing, what do you think? What do you think Betty Williams should do? I think if Mary, if I put her on mute. I think it's a oh, okay. sister chocolate peach. But right. No, she doesn't mean Mary peach. Chocolate peach. Her ass is on mute. Yeah. What is she at a but diner? Why motherfucker don't know? How to put their ass on me. Or airport one. I forgot. I can Actually, I'm going to give a damn. She should, she should, I, didn't, I should have to tell her that. How the fuck you forget? You've been on the goddamn show. Uh, it ain't like she new to the show. You guys know I tell you every motherfucking day, put yourself on mute. You're right. It's still, it ain't cute to hear the motherfucking background noise when we're trying to have a goddamn conversation. Um, Ron Carter said, don't make blanket statements about vegans. <laughs> I'm not. No, what I'm saying is, is like I said, it's like some well, vegans, because right? Ali comes on this show, Ron, and Ali tells Every us day. that we shouldn't eat meat. I'm going to fuck yeah. some yeah. meat up. And if you don't yeah, like it, like, so what? I'm a, I'm a, he says I, we're bloating. piece of meat that I'm going to eat, I'm going to. It's like uh, yeah, the, the liberals, is, it, these, these people who run around and telling you is like, we're going to protect you from stuff we don't like. Like, dude, if you don't like it, just turn. 
Just go over there. Yeah. Is that all right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Plain and simple. Here's what I think yeah. you should do. Now, she's been a part of this organization for a very long time. She's grown up with the NAACP. So cutting the umbilical cord all at one time is going to be tough for her. I, I can tell by the way she was talking. However, then she's going to die. Then she's going to go down with it. I don't see. This is where this is where me and you are different. This is where I'm not nice like you. I'm going to tell her, if you don't do what the fuck I tell you to do right now, everything that happened to you, I'm on record telling you this shit going to happen to you. They, you going down. She don't have a, she can't, I don't give a fuck about the umbilical, 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 umbilical what is it, umbilical? You had umbilical it, you had a umbilical cord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's over with. Now, now, here's where I think she but might be I, 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 I do, I, um, I, I eat double ego. If I'm eating steak and stuff, I'm a double ego guy. I'm I, I'm gonna pay 150 bucks for the steak. I'm a, I'm I'm like that. I'm high for loot. Hey, listen. Let me Go tell you something, here. Veronica. Over here, we eat koala bear. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> koala. Wow. Fucking koala bear. Oh. Here's how I. Oh my god. Here's how I think she can take the bandaid off a little slower. While she's with the NAACP, she should be building her other organization Hello? at the same time. That may that may that may get her motivated to just cut the tie yeah, at how are point. Because sometimes people have to see the new logo, the new mission, the new website. You know, they kind of get hyped, and then she can probably then do it then. So what that's another way. So it's the strategy, King Potter. They have to have a strategy. Absolutely. They can, they can start work while she's with the NAACP. She can start to work on it. She can start to work on the new, like I said, the new website, the new mission. Get with people that are going to be a part of this new thing. They can start strategizing and meeting, you know, while she's still with the NAACP. Yeah, I, I do believe. I do believe that there is an initial fear. You do have to remember the NAACP is a far-reaching political arm of the Democrat Party. And if they want to come after you, they can. They have the means to do so. They run the press, you know, because they're they're the NAACP. They, They put out a press release. The press reports on it. Like, they don't need no PR person. NAACP is a press report. You bet, guarantee it's airing. So they yeah. have that kind of power. So when you go up against them, there's an initial fear. But like, that, like I told her, you may have to go in unfriendly places to get your word out. And Jay King, I, 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 again, the publicity is the important thing. Don't give a shit about who, get, who gives it to you. Just right. get it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't care yeah, where it comes yeah, from. Just, the bottom, go ahead. Well, I just think that she, they can get started on it. She can start talking to people that she wants to be a part of it. She can start getting the groundwork done. So when she does finally leave the NAACP and they come after her, at least they would have uh, Listen, uh, what you um, talking about? Like She's a foundation. Not, well, turns out you obviously didn't listen to this conversation. She is not in the NAACP right now. She is restricted. She, 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 she's, um, she, can't, she can't 
she's not part of the NAACP. She can't even vote. They yeah, they they exactly. on, on, oh. on. In that case, yeah, she don't talk then she can see Lisa say, start working on it now. I didn't. Yeah, I that's didn't my point. It's like that's that I was mean, my point. Just, just it's like you can it. go scorched right. earth. You could go scorched earth at this point because remember they've got the tools to destroy her if they wanted to make her name they've mud. Already, what are you talking about? If they yeah, wanted exactly. to, that's what they've done. Exactly. They've destroyed exactly. her reputation in this city. But they, they, they there are there are uh, uh, articles right now in newspapers saying that basically, yeah, she's suspended. Thank you, um, Mr. Elias. That that um that they stole from the Dine In 2 program, which mm-hmm. is not true. That's right. not what happened. And what's amazing to me is that here is an organization that says, even if you have a skill and you have a business that, that operates with that skill, you can't benefit from the NAACP. You have to volunteer. <laughs> But yeah. the NAACP can benefit from you, from your talent, from your skill. That's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard in my life. And the fact that that exists and bylaws today lets me know how draconian the thought process is at the NAACP. Here's an organization that fights for people to be able to stand up and have a voice the same right. organization is taking your voice away mm-hmm. and saying you have no rights. Right. You don't have right. a right to, to, to voice an opinion opposite of what the NAACP thinks about itself. And then right. want to muddy your name? Fire. I fall on the yeah. You get the <laughs> Yeah. I say Shit. fight lies with facts. <laughs> yeah, and I think that one of the things she can start doing, especially once she gets a new organization out, if she ever gets it up, start going on these podcasts, these younger people podcasts. I mean, these, these, listen, <laughs> stop using the old traditional methods of getting your message out. And like you said, I, NAACP, can I, they can they can go to the to the news like reset. They can go to you know the traditional outlet. Start going to where people actually are, are, are paying attention and looking now. Especially the young. Oh, you guys, um, I gotta I gotta tell you guys something. Jay, she might not be the only one. She, um, uh, so they're keeping her quiet for another reason. Trust me, they've been doing this for years. I don't give it. You can't keep me quiet for nothing. Hey, I don't understand. Y'all don't make good sense to me. Don't tell me you don't get to keep me nothing. The King Center has announced that Dexter Scott King, the youngest son, a friend of mine, and third child of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King has died. King died on January 22nd at the age of 62 after a violent battle with prostate cancer, according to the King Center. He transitioned peacefully in his sleep at home with me in Malibu as his best friend of 21 years his strongest supporter, and wife of 11 years, Leah Weber King. He gave it everything and battled this terrible disease until the end. As with all challenges in his life, he's faced this hurdle with bravery and might. 
His sister, Reverend Ber- Dr. Bernice A. King, CEO of the King Center, stated, words cannot express the heartbreak I feel from losing another sibling. I'm praying for strength to get through this very difficult time. His brother, Martin Luther King III, mm-hmm. added, the sudden shock is devastating. It is hard to have the right words at a moment like this. We ask for your prayers at this time for the entire King family. Born on January 30th, 1961, he was named after Dexter Avenue Baptist Church in Montgomery, Alabama, where his father served his first pastorate. He was the second born son of Dr. and Mrs. King and was only seven years old when his father was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee in 1968. Like his father, he grew up in Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, where his grandfather served as pastor. He was a graduate of Frederick Douglass High School where he played football and participated in many other school organizations. He then followed his father's footsteps to Morehouse College in Atlanta, Georgia. The son of civil rights icons was the family member delegated to take on the mantle of continuing the precedent his father set by legally protecting his work. He devoted his life to the continued perpetuation of his father's legacy and the protection of that intellectual property his father left behind. At the time of his death, Dexter served as both chairman of the King Center and president of the King Estate. Becoming well-versed in intellectual property law and its management and licensing was the result of his dedication to the delegated task and the memory of both his father and mother. Known to be humble about his uncanny resemblance to his father, he portrayed him in the 2002 television movie, The Rosa Park Story. The actor had a love for the creative arts and initially relocated to California to pursue a career in acting. But family duty called and he answered, Mm -hmm. living out the rest of his life, balancing both his love of the arts and his duties to the King legacy. At a private ceremony on July of 2013, he married his best friend and longtime partner, Leah Weber, who is a New Orleans native, former broadcast journalist, entrepreneur, and consultant. Together they built a life of love, support, and unconditional love, much like that of Dexter's mother and father. He was preceded in death by his father, 1968, his mother, 2006, and his sister, Yolanda, 2007. He is survived by his loving and devoted wife of 11 years, Leah Weber King, his sister, Reverend Dr. Bernice A. King, his brother, Martin Luther King III, and his niece, Yolanda Renee King. The King family requests privacy at this time and will respond to media inquiries following a press conference planned for Tuesday, January 23rd at 10 a.m. at the King Center at Yolanda D. King Theater inside Freedom Hall. A memorial service will be announced at a later time. Dang. <clears throat> so me and Dexter were, were friends, and, you know, um, in the earlier part of my career, we would talk often. And um, I um, haven't seen in a number of years, but um, we were around the same age. We're both Aquarius. Um, I'm born January 27th. He's born January 30th. I believe he was a year older than me. I'm born in 62. He in 61. And, um, you know, I want to say this to everybody, you know, um, um, ain't none of us going to make it out of this alive. 
And that's why I tell you guys, divorce yourself from the misery. Don't make misery part of your life. Enjoy this ride. Find all the great things because there's going to be enough bullshit that's going to come to you anyway that you got to deflect. Ain't no need in you bringing more bullshit. But a lot of us bring a lot of bullshit in our own lives. A lot of us, you know, we don't, we don't seek happiness. We don't, we don't look for the, the good parts. We run to everything that got drama attached to it. And then we wonder why there's nothing good in our life or why it's so hard, why, it's, why the struggle is so hard. I believe that everybody has the ability and talent to enjoy a comfortable life. But few of us will really survey ourselves to see who we are, what's inside of mm-hmm. us, and what talents um, we could use to, um, to move our lives forward. Most of us. I agree. Most of us will wallow in the misery that we've been bathed in, conditioned in. And that's why every day when you turn on the news, all you see is misery because that's what they marry you to. I'm divorced from that shit. I enjoy every day that I'm alive. Derek Sproul said, I'm, I meant she's not the first to be shut down with threats. However, the first to challenge status quo takes a strategic plan to undo years of outdated bylaws. Change is coming, my brother. I'm going to tell you how you change the NAACP, um, Derek. You don't make it exist. There's certain people that don't exist to me, so they don't matter. So nothing they do or say matters. Nothing the NAACP does or says would matter if it didn't exist in your life. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Graham Cracker Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the radio, Big Fred, uh, Mary Hopkins, Snitchy Smurf, um, High Top Fade, Potter, and uh, uh, Chocolate Peach telling you to get busy living because you got enough time dying. If you guys want to continue to listen to the show, I believe they're going to keep going on the third hour of power. We went an hour over, so they got they going it's always it's really a thirteenth hour of power because these motherfuckers be talking <laughs> late in the evening. So you guys tomorrow, same bad time. Same bad time. <laughs>
What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's up? I have to say, brother, I didn't wait all week or all weekend to say that. I just said it. It was something that was mentioned over the weekend, being even by the women who was talking about how you were semi tricking, man. And and what the, uh well, what, what they, they said they that? was gonna they meant is that you was talking a lot and from what I gathered and they was gonna remind you over the weekend, I mean Monday, of all that shit you was talking today. And it seems like I, I was remember. like Betty. It seems like I was like Vic, huh? I remember everything. Right, right. But what I'm speaking on, see, see, that's what I'm talking. I'm talking, right. I'm talking about when they said they were gonna, you know, we're gonna remind you of all the things, all the shit you was talking about on money. It seems like I was like Betty, the only one that went out there on that. So I'll take the hit, man. No, I leave. I was just letting you know. Lee wanted to. Ali, Ali, he he said earlier. He said I ain't gonna put you on front street today, so he spared me. And then uh, oh, see, Mickey, I didn't talk to Ali. I talked to Ali, no, but I didn't talk to him about that. Right? No, he he uh he said it on the show today. Oh man, well I didn't hear that part either. I, I'm I'm here to let you know, man. I wouldn't go. I, I wouldn't go let you be represented like was, that, man. You got to yeah, be correcting your ways, man. Right. Thank you were talking like you was going to give them everything, man. Like, they ain't supposed to I give us Beckman. nothing as king. I was Beckman, huh? man. I was Beckman over the weekend, man. Shit. We're going to get a goddamn cabin. We're going to go skiing in the mountains the whole nine yards. You know, it's just because I had a little goddamn champagne. Just because I had a little champagne, my mocha. Yeah, boy, it's just hard. You, I, you was putting me along with you that idea of thought, that train of thought. You said you was with it. You you agreed, Plankton. You agreed. You said. Let me yeah. tell you something. You let me tell you something. You handkerchief <laughs> head. I'll never be your trick. And I and you no, call me father. No that's what you. I didn't, well, that's what the I didn't say nothing about, about that. That's what the, what the subject was about. Doing everything for you. When you came over here to go to the J. King show, <laughs> and I'm going to pay for you and have and, and call it and you labeled it cupcakes, and then right. and then I'm gonna be without right. my woman, and I'm gonna get no, money, and no, then you want to talk wait, to my wait. woman after that, man? Please. <laughs> wait a second. Man, you can give wait a second. Wait, y'all got the this. no, no. Let me get my notes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Let me get my notes out. Yeah, I see you, right you now. Oh, nice. See, see Fred. Uh huh. See, 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 Solomon had everything in the world, and she went all the way over there from Ethiopia to give what she had to Solomon. And Solomon said, I tell you what, I'm going to give you a baby for doing that. And she went went back to Ethiopia and gave birth to Halasilasi, a king. So 
man, no. No, 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 no. There's no way that I will trick for you. You better come over here on my block and walk up and down the sidewalk like you said you wanted to. No, no, no. And you got the yeah, whole thing you confused. You want to come over here on my block and walk up down my sidewalk just to be in my prison. <laughs> then you was thinking big. It was no, no one's coming to your block to walk up and oh, down no, the sidewalk. You're a I said I'm you're coming a to your house for the disrespect. Now, let's get back to Saturday because no, I would love no, to discuss you said Saturday. You like to be on I need to clarification. You said you like to moment. be on the block. King That's Fred. what you said. <laughs> I have I'm going to put a block upside your pumpkin. One moment, King Fred. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, you said to all of the queens present See? that See? the kings are kings, and y'all word is gold, and y'all got plenty Here, of gold. So you don't need the queens to contribute anything. We don't even have to walk <laughs> the street and sell no cookies <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that came well, out of nowhere. At least some cookie <laughs> it's in my notes. You got to sell at least some cookie dough. If you ain't going to sell the cookie no, no. dough, cookie dough No, no, Plankton. No, no. You're a king what? as well. So you can't contradict well, another no. king no, in his no, kingdom no, because you two are king no If I said that, if I said that I was running a fever, I must have been running a fever. Y'all got to keep switching in some. Y'all got to. Y'all got to work. No, no. You said, you said, no, no. The only request of the sisters was. You already got the tape. You already got the tape. No, we got the table. We're talking about the Airbnb, King Fred. You said you wanted us to have an Airbnb, not a three-bedroom, a five-bedroom, because there was room, and we're going to roll out the carpet, the scissors, so he could cut the carpet up, because you know that's what he's going to do. You better He's supposed cut to some bring high quality you better cigars. cut some cookie shapes in the cookie I ain't cookie cutting dough. no cookies. You better do I'm that. I'm going to cut you. That's what I'm going to cut you. I bet you I cut you. You better I bet learn you I to be you. a cookie cutter. No, I bet. Well, I tell you this. He also said that we had to, that the, that the queens had to sleep on the couch, so we couldn't have well, bedrooms. He, That's what he said. He, you did say this, King Fred, of which we didn't want to follow up on that. They ain't going to forget that shit. Because, you know, we didn't understand how come it was five rooms. Why the sisters can't have a room? See, look what you just started. So, King Fred, you wanted five bedrooms we want, we, with a garage, and we supposed to be getting a van, and we supposed to be going. We going to go to mm-hmm. E forty. We gonna go to Lavin's mm-hmm. house. We gonna scoop him up. We we gonna we, we were going to go to Oakland and uh, expose King Beckman to you know his fears of Oakland. We were gonna do a lot of things mm-hmm. this weekend. You wanted it for three days, which we said, well, wait a minute. Three days pushes it into Monday, and then someone said, well, yeah, but the system's got to get to work. So it's supposed to be from Friday Look at Saturday, all that you wrote down. And we check it out on – no, I got my notes right it? here. No, no, sir. I, my notes, but let the record reflect. <laughs> so <laughs> you – Don't shoot me. Shoot him with don't the ray gun. No, no. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah, so, you got to pop, pop. I King got a Fred. ray gun, though. You know what? I remember. I remember Please clarify. You said what? Don't said, remember, Fred. Fred, don't remember nothing. That's all you got to do. I, 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 I remember did. everything I said, and I didn't say nothing. No, no. You, see, he remembered. Yes, he did, King Fred. 
We had to do Vicky high dusting and cook the meal. I have a second grade education, so now you can't hold me to it. He never said that because I went to school together, and that means he would have a second grade education. Kings over here, yes. all these kings know how to cook. Don't need you to cook for none of us. Well, Top quality shit. Our sister Mary said Top she was going to cook. quality food. It, well, well, who's to say that we don't know how to bring um, top quality? There's a lot at the top. Well, then you go get your Air- Airbnb. How about that? <laughs> no. King Fred said he y'all fucking no. get the Airbnb. King Fred, And for no, all no, kings no. that's coming. And 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 all that's required of of the queens is to keep tidy and <laughs> make sure y'all have a meal on the table. And I ask, do we have silverware and all that stuff in there? Do I have to bring stuff? And um, I think our sister Mary said no. All that stuff is provided in the Airbnb. Only where so, silverware so, better be in your pockets, and you better be giving it to me. That's where it is. I'm not giving you my silverware. I'm not breaking my set. You give me that silver in your I'm not going to break my set. You ain't got to break yourself all the way. I'm not not going to break my set. Well, no, my set. If I give you a a set of my silverware, I done broke my set. So I have enough silverware, plates, and and, and stemware. You know, I I got it. (laughs) But what I I was asking was, do we need it? Well, when you came over here on my block, you was a broken set. You You sound like a broken record right now. I never said to you. I no no no. I, I know, know that. I've known know that for a long, Fred. long time. And I heard King it. Fred. King Fred. Um. No. So so are you saying we're not we're, we're no, not having an Airbnb? We're not having it. a van. But you did hear it. <laughs> you I didn't hear none van. of that shit. I didn't hear nothing about him getting you an Airbnb. Not me. Not me. It was for everybody. No, no. I ain't breaking. I ain't breaking. That was a lie. I was talking out the side of my neck. That's that motherfucker J. King and Beckman can do that old kind of shit. You know, folks like boy like me. Well, King Beckman said he would contribute. King Beckman said he he would contribute. His only abstention was going to Oakland. And getting out and walking around, and I said we roll together. If we, if you say we going to Oakland, we all going to Oakland. And he said he would stay at the Airbnb and barbecue while we go to Oakland. No, I got the, the contribution. Note. I'm, I'm, Let me tell you something about the contribution. You also said you would contribute. He's nothing but a con. So you take oh, that God. part of the Beckman <laughs> contribution. You take oh, the con part of it, and, and we'll throw away the rest. We don't need him at all. <laughs> yeah. Don't need him. You come and try, and you go talk to the kings when one of them has uh, been sipping a little bit. But, see, I'm one of the kings <laughs> that don't sip from the fruit of the vine. So, well, because you know why I don't sip from the fruit of the vine? Because I am Because you blow on the bark divine. of the branch. No, no because I am divine. I turn oh, water to wine. Oh, what boy. are you talking about? No. Look, the only wine that I One sip moment, is please. mine. Mine is the most divine of the wine sipping. And that's oh. the only sipping I'll be doing. You can sip your own if you want to. Well, I shall have no wine before it's time. So, King Fred, are well, you every saying time that I we sip my not... wine, is right on time. How about oh. that? And it's divine. And it's straight off the vine. 
and it's mine, and it's one of a kind, mine, mine. Well, it's no good if you're getting yeah. twine. Yeah, yeah, no. Ain't nobody going no goddamn air be on me. Shit, no. They Not on you. You didn't say on out. you, King Fred. You didn't say it was on you. Five grown-ass people. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck I look like? Heckman? Oh, my God. I'll get there. You had our sister Mary that. look up. In your text boxes, I know I you have them. seen. I've seen them. That's why I've you got them. them because you requested for that. So <laughs> you're saying you are back to have Sister Mary look up. I had you be. He the asked coach. her. You go pass well, okay, it. No, he you was be asking all of us. If anybody asks you anything about being a gopher, you step right up and say, "I'm the gopher." You go get it now. You don't we let nobody else out go for you. As long as we get the good information, it don't matter who don't brings it. Don't let nobody out go it. for you. No, you're the best gopher out there. There's you're no the competition in gophering, sir. Well, you're we the top go gopher it. it is. I saw oh, that quality in you, you gopher. No, look. We got the good information. King Fred got it as he requested. King Fred, you said all the buckets was going to pull together the resources. And y'all was going to make this thing happen because this is what kings do. You said I'm this was the day of my birth. I'm, I'm, new, I'm new on the kings. I let, I let the old timers, the old veterans. I'm going to let the old timers uh, put this thing together. This new blood. new. I'm going to let, uh, let me see, who's, who's, who's the uh, oldest guy? I mean, that's been around for a while. Uh, Lavin. That'll be John Beckman. That'll be John Beckman and Lab. No, 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 no Plankton no. before uh, King Beckman. Okay. I don't know Plankton. And Scissor said, <laughs> that's you said King's head. Now, um, also, who else is missing? Uh, Scissor signed up, too. He, he thought it was a good idea as well. Well, I think it is, too. I got mine. <laughs> I didn't sign up for nothing. I put me what in there. What did you say? You said it was a good idea. What did I say? No, no. You said it was a good idea. No, I did not say it. What's I did not say it. You, you, said, you, you said you and King Fred, Fred one moment, please. Listen. You said no, you no, and no, King no, Fred no, will have a good no, time. Y'all going to share Fred was Fred was, was mainly intoxicated, and you guys took his word on intoxicated man. I'm going to tell you something. You should never use and abuse anybody no, when you're intoxicated. I didn't. I don't listen. I'm following up today. Snitchy, snitchy, uh-uh, stop. You would never have me co-sign with anybody who's intoxicated. So those are all lies. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. You bookish boy. Y'all going to start to get on The kings have spoke. Wow. I don't, I don't, I don't listen to me. Listen. Y'all know it's in the archives, right? right? Y'all do understand. Y'all were oh, in the archives. still trying to bring that bullshit no, no, up. Go to archives. Go to archives. Why is he yeah, trying Fred, to bring that shit up? Because that's how Snitchy Boo is. Because we're trying to make Fred, it happen. We're trying to, we Fred, try to see Fred, watch what all we need Fred, to plan for, Fred, prepare watch for, Fred, preparation. Watch this, Fred. Watch this. Snitchy, let's make yes. another bet. Let's no. make another bet. No. I'm not making what, what, what it. What's the wager? I just want to hear the let's wager. Make, what you bet? What's the bet? What's the bet? What's the bet? What is the bet? From now on, from now on, if you could prove if you can prove that I said that and I was saying, yeah, Fred, we need to do that. I mean, you got to show where I actually said that, which you won't let me know. If you can prove that, I'll I, I give you whatever you want. But if I'm right, 
I want an orbital sander uh, for my craft table. That's what I want. What you want? If I lose, what you want? If you write, what you want? You bow down to every king on this show from now on and say, yes, Baba. Oh, God. How long? For you know how? Forever? Forever? Forever. Forever. Because let me tell you something. For you to tell me, I, 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 I co-signed on intoxicated man is a, is a crime to me. So here's the That's thing, sister. Here's what you said. You said that y'all gonna have a good time together because you can see. No, that's you know, not because, that's not what I said. Uh, now, Fred King was, Fred was lively. Fred. You said y'all gonna have no, a few no, no, drinks no, no, together. No, 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 man. Get out of here, Quincy. I, I think if, I if, honor, if you I honor you buckets listen, every day. Listen, no, listen, listen, listen. If you was to be a conversation about anything that I had, there was a conversation that was going between me and chocolate people. And even Mary was condoned. Oh, yes, that so as well. You, okay, so, 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 no, no, so stop all that other stuff you added to that. Okay. Let's just get back to the fact. Your fact is now. Alone. What did Scissor say about me? What what happened? Yes, Scissor. What happened? Don't don't know what happened. It is what it is. She knows. Yeah, and you know and you know you were smiling. And you were smiling. You were smiling. And you, now you try to act like you wasn't gonna be there. You didn't think it was a good idea. You bum. Look at I didn't. I didn't condone that. Again, again. Listen, if, listen. Let me tell you something. It, it'd be different if he was smoking weed and he was talking. That'd be one thing. But the he boy was, was lifted. He, he had been drinking. He had been. He was drinking. definitely lifted. So, so, so. Listen, I would never co-sign on a drinker. That's not what I do. Because I understand that you have no ideas. Once you get to a certain point. And you talking so much madness? What did I call? What did I call Pitkins? What did I told Fred he sounded like when he was talking? Let's see if you remember that. Oh, let me think now. You don't know, but you willing to? You want to co-sign that? I said. Give me a hint. Give me a hint, and I bet mm, you'll come to me. No. Uh-uh, don't worry about it. Don't worry you about you it. Don't want, you don't want me to win. You don't uh-uh. want me to win. Give because me a hint. I give listen, you a hint. Listen, you better think about it while you cutting them cookies. You think about it. So that's what you think. <laughs> all I'm saying is, look here, Plankton. I'm not cutting no cookies. I, um, I, you know, I got, I like the Baba thing that's on the, that's on the table. Are you willing? Oh, to I think, yes. you know, you yes. will. Yes. yes. Get out of here, Lavender. I'm telling you. No, listen, listen. Let me tell you something. As a, as a fellow drinker, I don't condone answering and saying yes to people when I know they're not in their right mind. I already understand that situation. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna partake in that field, you know what I'm saying? So it's almost like giving myself a brother the keys when he tell me he's good. No, I, I know he ain't good, so I'm not gonna do that. So and Snitchy's fool shooting up here going along with the shit all at the same time, shit, Fred. She was and then throwing it out there. Shit. Oh, oh you crazy! That's why they call you, you Snitchy fool. It's in the That's archives. Why they, it, it's, it's, so what? It's why are you still trying to bring it up? Wait, 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 wait. So if it's in it's the archives, still trying to bring it up. I, all I said, listen, listen. If it's in the archives that I said it, take the bet. Take the bet. Lavis, 
Do you have the entire? No, 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 Hey, Joe. I, yeah, I, 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 I,
I said, if you ain't going to sell I'm no cookies, you better you go at least be cutting some cookies, though. You going to get on no telephones. I'm going to cut you. You going to be getting I'm on no telephones and advertising and doing it all kind of ways. That's what you going to do. Oh my you God! I will not be selling. Yeah, I'll put the I'll put the ads on the couch. Y'all can have your way. I I put them on the couch. Y'all can have it. Have your way with them. God damn. <laughs> I'm not gonna be on the couch. I told you I'm gonna be Charles. Right. Sister said she's not gonna be on the couch. That's right. And that's how we know. And never once did Scissors ever say that he didn't think that was a bad idea. So by default, I should take your bet. I should. I should. And I should say to you, if you Mitchie, should call Mitchie. all queens mama, you, y'all should okay. call all okay. queens mama Mitchie. forever. Mitchie. Mitchie, watch this. I've, I've warned you. I've told you that I don't bet. I'm not a better. I only bet for sure. I only bet for sure. And I already know my morals. I understand that perspective of an individual. So I'm telling you, I wouldn't know King that. You didn't say you, you were coming. You didn't say you weren't coming to the to the Airbnb. You didn't say you weren't going to be there that weekend. You never said. You I said you were looking forward to it. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing until somebody said they love me. Fred was doing all the talking. Fred was doing all the talking. He was. But he was doing all the talking. But you didn't deny. He was talking so much. And you didn't deny so much, I gave know. him a... Look, he said so much that I called him an individual. I know you did. You did. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See that? So if I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm telling you, if I'm telling you this, I must have a great understanding of the things that were said on Kings in the Morning better than you. Even though you want to say you remember everything, I think that I remember things that I said. Did you, not, did, you know. say, did you say or did you not say that you and King Fred were going to be having drinks together at the Airbnb? Did. I said I would love, this is what I said, I said yeah. I would love to have a drink with you, Fred. I would love to drink with you, Fred. But Fred never responded to that because guess why? I said, because this boy is crazy when he's drunk. Yeah. He wasn't crazy. He, he wasn't crazy. Oh, no. He, he was, was crazy. pretty wild. That's why, oh, that's why I don't drink. He was. That's why he I don't was, drink. Was I was in my guard. No, he was a wild boy. A, oh, no, he was a wild I'm boy. At, <laughs> oh, he was a wild boy. I don't need to be reminded, he was a wild boy. damn it. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm not talking bad about you. I just say you was right. a wild boy. That's all. <laughs> and and long as I don't do the road, he want to get wild with you. That's long as I don't do, long as I don't do the roach, long as I don't do the roach, and I don't kill myself and I don't break nothing. Fuck you. He says Olay drink Amsterdam. You remember that? Right in old English. Yes, I do remember. And he he said y'all said y'all did y'all did y'all better have, and it's all for the king. But we queens can come along, but we we got to um. Cooker, uh, no, he, y'all, y'all, y'all was asking y'all to sleep, AP. Again, y'all had a conversation with Fred mainly. You never had a conversation with me. Not even really you said, you said a couple things, but it was all Fred. He did. That, that, thing said, was, okay, he that whole conversation was all Fred. Every time y'all said something, was. y'all was talking to Fred. I know. Y'all was I know. Talk, okay. Okay. But, but you won't, but so how can you, you put anybody in the conversation? You're going to contribute. Fred, they're going to contribute. No, Lathers, you contributed. I did listen to me. Listen to me. Fred was running amok. Fred was running the muck. There was no conversation. 
You couldn't get into the conversation. Fred had Fred was the conductor of the train. Right. I, I never said he wasn't. Uh, okay, so again, you still want to make this bet? I, I, I'm still on fire about this bet. You want to get on this Lattin's bet? Lattin's got to tell me. Lattin's got to tell me if if he got all the time. This ain't this ain't about no ladder. I gotta run it back so you can hear your words. I gotta oh, run it no, back so no, you can no, hear your words. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. You can no, no listen. Cuts off. You don't get to sooner than we get on. Right now, you're trying to research it. Right now, you're trying no, to research I, that's it. That's right, because you said you said yeah, to see, be No, that's not how the bet goes. 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 That's not how that goes. I got to prove it to you. Bet. I got to prove it to you. Now, I know this I'm a prove it no, to no. you. No, no. No, no. Again, you have to accept the bet, and then you go research. You can't research well, in, in the middle of night. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be challenged really today on, on right. the fact that we're not having an Airbnb and that you're not um, in agreement. Where, where's the bet? Where's the bet? Are you, are you making the bet? You got the bet. You got the bet. You bucket. Uh, well, you got the bet, you bucket, you pose the bet. I wasn't coming here to make no bet. No, I wanted to know. Oh, no, no. I want to make sure we listen, go ahead no, and no, party. You get, you don't party get to say what I said. Listen to me. I, I told you I didn't say something, and you were inconsistent. I, I said you did. Okay. And I said, so if you believe I said that, let's make a bet. Right. But I wasn't no. expecting all that from you today, Scissors, because you were on board. Are you, you still on board? You were coming before the Airbnb popped out. You were already listen, coming listen, before listen, the Airbnb. Listen, 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 listen. You won't be there. Listen, listen, let's try this. I won't be there. You don't know. You don't. You don't expect the world to end tomorrow, but it it, it could. Oh, so it's like you, you just can't take the world. Well, I don't want it. I don't want it to end just yet. No. Not, not yet. Well, okay, so I, well, I still got some living to do. Let's let's make this. Let's just make this big contract. I wish you would. <laughs> I need to hear let's from Lavender that he got all five hours of the footage. I need to know because oh, no, he got the whole. No, because no. I'm gonna play your funky words back to you. Oh, here we go, man. Play back your funky words. Here we go, man. Here we go. Mm-hmm. You funky words right now. I agree with that. You never had I have to be able to prove it to you. So I got to be certain I got the proof at hand. I know what you said. I was there. You was there. But y'all all back to right now. Won't you listen? Shaka teaches was there. Won't you listen? Won't you listen? Yes. You can ask him. Have you ever talked about that? Talk over with your sister active. I said that. Sister said you didn't deny it. How you going to put it on me? How you going to put it on me when you said yourself? Right. Did you ever see that? That it don't record all the hours. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it cuts off. But you Steve told Martin. me, you told me more than once. She wants you to do research. Hey, recording, even when it cuts hey, off. She wants you to do research. But I don't know if I was on the board, I, I would know. But I, 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 I haven't gotten on the board yet, so I don't know. I'm gonna tell you what a smart person would go do. Remember the apparatus for the glass to put where he became rich because of.
because because Lavish, you told me that it doesn't stop recording. You said it doesn't actually stop recording. That's what you told me. You bullshit alert. No, no, Lavish. No, Lavish. No. No, sir. I do not accept that BSA. I'm saying to you, you told me that it still records. Even Cuddles has said that. He said it still records even though it shuts off on Blog Talk. You just said, you just said that you checked You're not listening to me. And you said You're not listening to understand what I said to you. I don't give a damn what, what I you said, said to you is. You're bullshitting. Okay. I don't care what you said I said. You said you that you already now, checked. We heard you hey, talking. first of all, we, uh, um, Kente, oh, when I you go away from the mic, man, put yourself on mute, please. Goddamn. Oh, okay. Be respectful. You, you, of you heard show. all that? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah know we you, heard yeah, it. we heard it all. We yes. heard it. Yes. We heard it. But we didn't Somebody hear what ain't. You, We didn't care what you were talking about. Well, why, Jay? But you why you don't care what the fuck I'm talking about? I care because about y'all. Because we got shit to I, do I, with us. I, I Ain't nobody care, hustling. Jay. Yo, shit. Uh, thank Ain't you nobody very much. Thank you, thank you. Uh, now, maybe Fred was ear hustling with them big I was ear hustling. I heard. I Fred want to know that. Fred want to be known that I fucked up. That's all. You fucked up, dog. You fucked up, dog. You fucked up, dog. And whoever over there that ain't never just act like that, but they ain't never been around black people, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about that. This motherfucker want to come in here and talk about my buffoon day all of a sudden. You cool, people. You ain't black shit, and you will be on the motherfucking couch. Well, you gonna be in the garage if we do get one. Got that? No, you ain't gonna be nowhere around us with your your talking ass. Hell no. What stays at the lake? Gonna stay at the lake. You, you said we're gonna out. be up all night. Fred, you said we're gonna be up all night. Wasn't nobody getting no sleep the whole weekend because we got a bunch yeah, of stuff dude. to do. We going to E40's house. We picking ladders up because we not going to Ladder's house because he ain't gonna let us sit on his good furniture. It was a whole lot of stuff that was said. But I and am no saying this. I'm afraid to be comfortable. Right, right no weed smoking. Right, you did say she that. Even gotta did say that. She ain't even got to beat. All she got is to knock at the front door. That's all she can do. Mm-mm. Keep her in the lobby, man. I'm telling you, bro. No, you're going to leave her right out there. You're going to leave her right out there in Carmichael at that goddamn uh, airfield. That's what the fuck she's staying. That's right. the club, nigga. You wanted nigga. to stay at Carmichael. So you have no, you staying at the club. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're staying at the bar. I don't drink. <laughs> so why I don't give a fuck. That's what a concert at. You ain't going. You're talking ass, telling everything. With us, no, fuck no, taking notes. Shit, no. <laughs> because you said you wanted this done, and you didn't I want to do it. I'm saying what I said. So I'm following up. <laughs> no, no, that's a lie. I I was fucking drunk. <laughs> fuck it. Oh God. Call it what you want to. Insoberated, incapacitated, or whatever the fuck. But we ain't doing <laughs> it. Incapacitated. Now oh, me and Charles and uh, Yusuf going somewhere. Me and me and the boys, me and the boys, we gonna hang out. But we ain't no. What? Wait, hell wait, no. Fred, what, Fred, Fred, what is insoberated? What the fuck is that? Call it what you want to, because this motherfucker trying to put me on blast. I now, put you on blast. You gonna sleep in I'm the fucking car you at the? You gonna sleep in the car at the airport? <laughs> 
Uh, I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> I still think it's a good idea. <laughs> I do. Yeah, you thought it was a good idea last week when you told Jay you wanted to talk to uh, uh, Terry, too. Now you keep all fucking no, around. You ain't got no friends. <laughs> well, whatever. Well, yeah. well, well, you didn't fucked I, up I again today. You started off Monday. You started off Monday, and now let's see how this plays out all week. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Get that ass, Yusuf. Get Baba the Bobbler. Oh God! This is always trying to get you to call y'all Baba. Ugh. Y'all stick together no matter what. I love that about y'all. You don't have to I love shit now. <laughs> Well, I can't prove it to you if you don't have all the hours because what you don't said, what don't I heard you to say, you only said some of it because it cut off before you said the rest of it. So I, I want again. the whole thing. And I could you definitely prove it to you, you that you was on you board. Were I wasn't you were cheating, cheating sir. You were cheating. You would expect uh, he had to go to the proctologist today. <laughs> oh, that's uh, to get his, oh, you know uh, what? That's fucked up. After he lost his money, he had to go get his ass poked. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Tony, so did, did, he, did he take the bet before I fucked up? Did he take the $500 bet? San Francisco, I, I know I was trying to get I him for that five. He, he fucked cut up off. and lost his money because he put his money on Green Bay. Oh, yeah. he wouldn't yeah, do right. it. He wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. I remember that part. Right. No, he, that was towards the end. That was towards the end. You're right, King Fred. He took the bet? I think he did. All right. Well, that motherfucker. Oh, uh, yeah, but he did something at the casino before he was supposed to. And then he kept. Yawing and talking about, well, I don't know, I don't know, he I did. don't know. No, so that's he didn't the money take he that. lost. Right. Well, wow. he actually he said Jay would loan it to him and <laughs> just get it from. <laughs> uh, actually, this is the drunk motherfucker talking. Actually. If y'all don't remember, it should be in the archives. He said, Jay got him, don't trip. He said, yep, uh, yep. if I win, I win. If I lose, he said, just get it from Jay. I'll have Jay send it to you. You just get it from Jay. I said, now listen, man. I said, I don't want Jay involved in our shit. No, was this a bet? And about that time, I think I ran out of champagne and went for the VSOP. <laughs> so everything's a, everything's a blur from there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was you even a time definitely uh, on one. Yes, and there was even a time you said you was in the car, and we all got worried because we thought you were on the road in the car, <laughs> but you weren't. You were in the garage. I was garage in, in the, the garage, sitting there listening yes. to some music. Now. <laughs> Responsible. Yes, yes, you were. So it's an issue too. Yeah, you're uh, yes, so, so you yeah. mean to tell me that I have a little champagne and go to talk on a little BS with the guys and the girls, and then you want to fuck it and tell Jay to go back through the archives and listen, huh? 
No, you I'm talking about scissors. No, part, you know motherfucking part. well. You didn't well, alert it, and he has scissors nothing but time. Well, no, 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 no. I'll leave and shut the fuck up in the first hour. He said, but I ain't going to put you on blast. And I let him go. We we let the smoke clear. But you couldn't wait well, to come back today. on the third hour. I was no, late. I didn't no. hear that part. I was late today. Yeah, so you don't hear what you want to hear. You, 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 good, you, you good Googler? You you only <laughs> hear what you want to hear. So I'm only You're worse than fucking Reese. You're fucking worse than Reese. Stop with the niceties. Stop with the niceties. You're worse than Reese. You're just like no. Reese. Jay told me. He no. said, watch out. <laughs> just like Reese. Don't trust Well, that doesn't say a lot. You say a lot. <sighs> no, I wasn't going through the archive for you, King Fred. I actually wanted to make certain everything that was said is what it, what it is so we can all get excited. But uh, scissors, well, yes, no, I was going to go through the archive on scissors. Yes, I were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, not you. Until you start talking about it wasn't you. And then I was like, well, you know it's in the archives, right? But that wasn't my first, no, not at all. That was not Prince <sighs> talking. That was motherfucking uh, uh, the and Yeah, the SOP. You ain't got to go on that shit. You ain't got to remind a motherfucker what they done did. All you got to do is look at his wallet. <laughs> I look around the house, and if everybody looking at you like, uh, are you okay? <laughs> we don't need you to remind it. Oh, well, I learned something yet again today. You ain't learned shit. <laughs> King Fred, I still think it's a good idea. And I think that y'all should do it. Mm-hmm. I think y'all should we do it. We ain't going to talk about it no more. I'll, I got their number. <laughs> <clears throat> I got the brother's number. Well, I think you should include us. <laughs> the women folks. No, they took a vote. We they should... already took a vote. I'll see which way the room is leaning. Boy, y'all something else. Yeah. <sighs> I'll still be oh. there. Right, sister. I'll still be there. None of that changes. We got to support the old bucket list.